Welcome to our next episode of Trauma and Triumphs. And all of you over to the forests of Garenbrig to a location where you meet a bunch of other characters as well. Baron von Crowley, Sarah the Enchantress, um, Kara the Bard with her pet Hydra, Evan, another enchanter of sorts, Septimus, a roguish-like figure. As all of you are trying to figure out what to do, you are healed to some degrees by Crowley and Sarah. You are given rooms for the night and convince your sisters that they need to sit the, sit the fuck down and go to bed. Go the fuck to sleep. As you awake, taking turns to watch over your father's floating body inside of the cage made of clementine, rosemary, uh, magnolia, and Oh, the last one, Magnolia, Rosemary, and... You wrote it down because she texted it to you. No, it's upstairs. Oh. Um, whatever. But regardless, I can go get it in a second when you guys are talking. Um, as you're doing your own watches, you chat a little bit. Gwendolyn also comes out as well and has a strange way of having a small heart to hurt with Tara. Mm -hmm. Being a little bit cryptic in her ways. You split off and talk in more in depth with your sisters about your mother's fate being now in the hands of your father if he recovers from this whatever it is that Gwendolyn is planning on doing along with the rest. And the large elder flan that sits here in the middle of this forest. Arsene travels off on their own for a brief distance, calling out to uh, Reynard, trying in depth more of talking to him and hearing a little bit more of what's been happening with Rydane and him as well, as memories are slowly beginning to come back to both of them as well as Arsene. When you come up to Arsene, in an emotional state, you hear the sound of shuffling cards as the individual uh, who you've never seen before, Tara, but Arsene has, jumps down from the tree and uh, willing to make a deal and play a game of his. The game simply being of killing his siblings, being a fate watcher himself. You strike a deal in that no one, one of your family members, will be harmed in any sense from any of the other Darkin, to which he agreed and summoned some of his own minions to act as watchers and guards over your sister and your father. I didn't agree to anything that he did, by the way. Mm -hmm. Hmm? I didn't agree to do anything for him, just so you know. Yeah, he made the offer and said he'll come I, back. I said, mm. ensure this, and then we'll have a discussion. Gotcha. And he sent things off to protect all of us. And I, and I told him time will tell. 
That's right. My bad. It's like I didn't make, I didn't strike a deal at all with them. I misheard. That's all right. I'll erase that from my notes. It's good clarification because that would have changed. Regardless. Good. Good clarification. Mm -hmm. Mark, I didn't make any deal with the demon. <laughs> Play on words on Tara's part. And he fell for it. Demon. Demon. Anyway. As you finish your conversation, as the lightning still rolls over the sky is through the canopy and the rain continues to fall. Let's go ahead and rejoin both Tara and Arsene. Now, as the individual with the smiling mask and the cards disappears into the shadows. And I wanted to clarify as, as well that I still had the Sending Stone in my hand. I never disconnected anything and Mm -hmm. When uh, I don't recall if I said this or not, but I did want to say that when repeat what he had said of so you want us to just kill your siblings. So. Mm -hmm just in hopes of overhearing, not knowing if it, the connection was still online or not. Mm -hmm. Did you say his name at all? Yeah, I did. David Moore? Yeah, I said that at the start of it. Okay. Just making sure that Raynard wasn't like, you're going to kill Tara's siblings? <laughs> <laughs> you do hear from the Sending Stone Raynard's voice of, Are you, you all right, who else is with you? I see it's just the two of us, no? I'm gonna let Rydane sleep. You need to rest too, but I'll let her know. Alright, I don't know how much you heard. There was a, I forgot what it was called. The silence prison thing. The cards, the giant cards that... When he put us in basically like a cone of silence type thing. Oh, he put you into his ability trick room. Trick room, that's what it's called. Yeah, Raynard did hear it. The whole conversation. Oh, cool. Because it's a thing that's <laughs> on, your, inside, on your end. On anyway. your end, at least, yeah. Because mm -hmm. you, you could have also just filled them in what happened to. Um, yeah. Um... Yeah, as we were talking with mm -hmm. him in the trick room, I would have kind of been doing like, because it's been a week, I don't remember, uh, just doing like clarifying mm -hmm. statements and repetition of what he's saying. Yeah. Just like, no idea if this will work of getting no. information out. No, it's definitely what you were doing. You were basically yeah. repeating back what he was saying, mm -hmm. summarizing. Yeah. Um, so what I'm hearing you say is this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yes, I don't know how much you heard from me, but 
Oh, that is a lot that we are not allowed to talk about. But sleep would probably be <laughs> in accordance for all of us. I will talk with Raydeen. She needs to know. But we'll do what we can on our end. All right. Hey. Yes. Be safe. Please. I can't make that promise. As long as you'll try, that's all I care about. I promise to do my best not to die. I'll take it. You can feel the connection with the setting stone break. I put the sending stone in my satchel and kind of turn the ring over again before putting it back on my hand. <clears throat> it is quite late. I have a headache and I feel like I'm going to throw up. Is this what a hangover is like? think so. It's it's been a it's been a little bit of time since I may have had one of those. I don't recall. Does has Tara never had a hangover? She's been always drunk like, <laughs> through the past two years. No time for hangovers. Okay. And when I when I stopped drinking, I tapered off. I didn't just cut cold turkey. So this is first. Yeah, like she's right. not, still tapered. I tapered, yeah. Yeah. But like, she didn't have a hangover when she stopped drinking alcohol, but now she feels like she has a hangover because of this interaction. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I did have a hangover once when we came into contact with the Omni Stones. That's yes, right. And it made me instantly sober. That's right, I remember that. Oh god, that was girl <laughs> with me. This. That this. was before you. That was episode two? Or three. three. Uh, it's when the meteor fell from the sky three. and had the Omni Stones in it. It gave everyone different things. Yeah. For me, it made me instantly sober. <laughs> made you instantly sober, changed uh, Maury's, Maury's hair. hair. And, and you got taller yeah. and stopped worrying. How close? Did this affect <laughs> no, the entire planet? or What? Did this affect the entire planet or what? No, uh, just us because we were vicinity. in the... Yeah, we were in the immediate vicinity of it. I almost got knocked on my ass. No, you almost died is what happened. You almost, that too. You almost became a metal pancake. <laughs> like, just like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's coming right from my face. <laughs> so if Nixie had been with the party DM, what would have happened to Nixie? <laughs> it depends if you would have touched an Omni Stone if you didn't know what it was. I didn't touch one. Of no, Do you remember how impulsive Nixie was at the start of this campaign? What? Do you remember how impulsive Nixie was at the start of this campaign? She would have absolutely touched it. Actually, no. Roll a d100 for me, because then 
because just because that's because that's right because they were yeah. in the vicinity. No, the, yeah. the, the when part that we're talking about. Maury cracked it open. Maury cracked with a natural twenty with her. That's right. We were both trying. Yeah. Maury cracked the meteorite open, and that's when the effects happened for the whole party. Um, I rolled an eighty-eight. <laughs> eighty-eight. You would have shrunk in two feet. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been halfling size. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at this halfling child. I'm not a halfling. And she would have been like, like her Nixie's reaction would have been like, oh my God, I'm short. <laughs> I feel like it would have at that point turned into Edward Elric of, don't call me short. Don't call me little. Pretty much. She would have used tides of chaos much more frequently. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I just, this yeah. character has so much versatility that I'm like, I never know what to do with her. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I think that's what the hangover does. It's been a couple of years. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't think about that. Um, I need to go to bed? Yeah. That would be a good idea. And I'll, uh, start to leave and then I'll stop and I'll turn around again and just be like scared to sleep alone right now. Me too. And I walk with you back to the room. Yay. <laughs> the three of us go to sleep right next to Nixie. <laughs> the three of us. The three of us. <laughs> yes. And you guys just hear me 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 Helped me fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculously stupid. <laughs> I've gotten used to her snoring, so. I sense the big spoon. Yeah, good. <laughs> That's the way the Tara would want it, too. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, he already would be, probably. Rolls for it. Yeah, he would be. <laughs> what time did I go to bed? Like three hours ago. Four hours ago. Four hours ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, I meant like in game time, like 5 p.m., 8 p.m.? By like 8 ish after all the conversations were done. I can wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yes, you can. <laughs> chaos. <laughs> oh, we can. It, it's been four hours, so it'll be another four hours. So it'll be. Yeah, you'll be awake in four hours. I'll still be asleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm only half. Um. Did DM question? Did Did any of the Okay, so it was Gwendolyn, and that's the Tinkerer, right? Correct. The very first artificer of Absaria. I want to talk to her when I wake but, up in the morning. She'll still be asleep, likely, when you, when... Well, we'll find out. But what's going to happen now is, Nixie, you have a dream sequence. Oh, shit. Okay. First of all, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. <clears throat> okay. Uh, 
Okay, so so clarification question because when when you have us roll wisdom saving throws, if we meet the DC of this unknown DC, which is totally fine, are we like shaking off the negative effects of it, or how do you? I'm just curious how you rule that. Okay, anyways, we'll find out afterward. After after the session's over, I'll be glad to tell you what my process is. Yeah, please. Uh, so roll a d20. Wisdom saving throw. Yeah, wisdom save. That is not good. Uh, you never wake up. <laughs> you're responsible so, that you're shit. asleep the whole session. 15, <laughs> it's, a, it's a 15, though, because I have a plus 8. So I rolled a 7. Okay, 15. Yeah. Better than what it could have been. Oh, oh no. That's exactly what you needed. To not have the negative effect. <laughs> okay. So I guess we don't have to find out what it was, which is fine. You don't. You wouldn't have wanted it anyway. Stop could licking me. Go. Us? Go. Go. It could happen. It could happen to anyone. Next day. Yes. As the throes of sleep take you into the darkness, it's comforting after being healed and everything that's happened, meeting your father, your real father, even though it was short, you'll still be there with him later. You know this for sure. Slowly learning how to control your powers is also nice. It feels wonderful. This feeling of happiness, true happiness, really washes over you and takes control. And it feels nice. You can also sense Alamandra, the essence of her wanting to help. This feeling of camaraderie that you thought only was ever possible within your family of gypsies. As you're there, just kind of slowly drifting through the darkness, Something catches your eye as you kind of just, you suddenly awaken. At least you think you're awake. The room is empty around you. Tara is gone. Arsene's gone. Kiara and Ina are also gone from their beds. All pristinely made. The room is clean. It looks like the sun is rising. It looks like the room I slept in? Yeah. She would like look around and go, where'd everybody go? And she would be like, Tara! And then like go to like leave the room. Mm-hmm. Um, does like the door open? The door opens, but there's, you see darkness beyond the threshold. She shuts it really quick. Nope. <laughs> and just kind of like panics with her innate fear of the dark. Um, and she like turns, like as she slams it, she like turns around and she puts her back to the door just like in case like she's her whole five foot tall self is gonna barricade it against anything that's gonna go through the darkness. 
Um, and she just like so she stops and she like calms herself down. Like, is RNL with her still? Do you want to check? Yeah. RNL's nowhere to be found. Okay, she starts panicking, and she's like, "What?" <laughs> like, starts hyperventilating, like barricading herself against the store. Um, she kind of like tries to focus on like what RNL like helps do for her when he like calms her down and she's just like deep breath deep breath and it totally takes her like a good five minutes to like calm down but then when she does she like okay pull a Tara and assess the situation and like I want to look around the room and then see if there's anything that seems like out of place or wonky or like that stands out like you said, the sun's okay. Because the sun's coming through the windows, yeah. Correct. But then there's darkness outside. That's mm -hmm. oh, that is not a good investigation. Nine. The room looks like it's empty, other than the beds that are here. Looks like everyone packed up their stuff and left. But I don't hear anything on the other side of the door. No, and nothing outside the window either, even though lay there's light down. coming through. Quit rooting in my bed and lay down. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no. His face says no. Yeah, well, mom says yes. Chance. Gotta get comfy somehow. Dude, yeah, but he tears up my bed when he does it. Um, there we go. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, if she doesn't hear anything on the side of the door, she'll kind of like back away from it and go sit on the bed and just like the reality of the fact that they all left her hits her and it's like every insecurity that Nixie's ever had like being left alone, being in the dark, the people that she's cared about just like upping and leaving her because she's a problem. Like all of those thoughts are just like racing through her head right now. She's just like, it finally happened. They finally left and I'm here alone and they took RNL and I'm never going to see any of them ever again. <laughs> like she's just, it's like, it's like when you have that like anxiety of just like every thought running across your head of everything you've ever screwed up on, even that awkward conversation from fourth grade with the boy you had a crush on, like even that. <laughs> um, and then she just sits there like reeling and I just picture her like sitting on the bed with like her legs folded under her and like just being like they left they left I mean, she would just sit there and reel for as long as this is going on for. 
it almost feels like hours passing. You hear something knocking at the other end of the door. She just, like, snaps to the door and, like, stares at it, like... Uh... Who's there? And, like, she has no weapons on her or anything, right? Um... Does magic work in this place? Have you tried? No. But if it's a hostile force, can I prepare an Eldritch Blast? <laughs> you can certainly try. Okay. Um, and she as has... You go, as you go to cast the incantation to prepare it, you feel something start, and then... And she just starts frantically looking for, like, her daggers, or anything that's, like, left, like... Because her bag's usually, like, by the side of her bed. Is that gone, too? Yeah. Oh, she's terrified. You hear her again. And no one answered when I said, who's there? No. She just goes... You've got this. Got this. You don't got this. But we're gonna pretend. And she like forces herself to stand up and like walks over and like puts a hand on the, the knob of the door and just like freezes there. It's cold to your touch. And nothing like pushes against it or like nope. As you're still standing there with the, your hand on the on the handle of it, you hear that same knock a third time. She jumps and takes her hand off the door. God, I'm so dead. And she she bolsters whatever like shred of courage she can find. It's like that horror movie gone wrong where it's like, don't open the door, don't open the door. And she's like, I'm going to open the door. And she she slowly like creaks the doorknob and pulls it open towards her. And it's just like. As you open it, there is nothing but that black abyss beyond the threshold. And then you hear something. What did it say? It's calling out your name. Um, what? The third time your name called in that rasp, far off echoing voice. Almost a little louder this time. And I don't recognize like any tones of who this could be or It sounds like a culmination of everyone's voices all trying to call out to you. So I hear like Tara's, Arsens, RNL's Yeah My mother's like Yes Ryan's Cold. like everyone that I've ever cared about. Yeah. 
Um, she just like closes her eyes and goes, God, I hope this is real. And she just starts running like towards whatever sound of the voice she can. And like her eyes are closed and she's not even looking where she's going because she's so afraid of the dark that she's like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to ignore it. It's going to be fine. But I'll go towards the sound of the voice. It's okay. It's okay. As soon as you close your eyes and step to the threshold, you feel yourself as if someone grabs a hold of your collar and jettisons you, uh, jettisons you through some great deal of force. And then you feel suddenly stopped. You feel wind rushing across your face. You think you can feel tall grass, but there's also just this heat around you. Fire, there's smoke, the smell of blood. You know when you have your eyes closed, but you can still like see the sun through it? Did the light change? It's dark, but you can still see some flickers of light as if it's firelight. She'll just like go from closing her eyes and she'll like open one and be like looking. You are one, you are two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. As you open your first eye, you see a a large wooden stake with a shadowy figure pierced through it as fire curls around it. And you see that it itself is um, Zagreus. Wait, like he's standing there? No, like he's like he's been skewered through on on this stake, as fire is kind of around him and on him. You see written in blood, the sinner. That's the first thing you would see. Do you open your eyes to look around the rest of the area? She would just immediately run to him. There is no life in his eyes. And she's just gonna, like, try to heal him, like, over and over and over again. You feel the bomb of the summer core trying to pierce through your fingers, but it... Oh, you can't be dead. You can't be dead. And she's, like, hitting him on the chest, like, wake up. Wake up. No movement, no motion. She just, like, slumps down on the ground. And it takes her, like, a good, like, five minutes for the tears to clear before she can, like, look around at everything else. You see the rest of your companions. Tara has been crushed. You see the sash that they had Nothing else but that underneath a humongous statue. You see Arsene 
delimbed and lying there completely breathless. You see RNL curled up and mostly burned. You see your father, the same chains that were around him, strangled him. Everyone around you who ever knew who cared, gone. And again, you hear your name calling from all of their voices. You're louder than ever. But then you hear something else break through this horrific scene. Well, now, this certainly is a sad sight to see. Um. Like, I feel like, like, before this voice could, like, do anything, she'd be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I couldn't save you. Like, as soon as the voice speaks, she, like, turns to it, and, like, tears, tears just streaming down her face. Mm-hmm. Do I know who this person is? You look around, and... You don't see anyone at first, but then you see a older woman clad in darkened robes and a staff, and she kind of has a hand behind her back as she walks forward, long silver hair, and almost like an old grandmotherly smile across her face. What seems to be the problem, little one? You're so sad. What seems to be the problem? Do you not see them? You know these individuals? Every single one. Hmm. I'm very sorry for your loss. I couldn't save them. There's always a chance to save everybody. You just have to find the right place, the right person who can help. But I can help. I could save them. Then by all means, try. Save them. They need you. It's already too late. Nothing is ever too late. Nothing's ever set in stone. <laughs> Do I get the like sense of this is like is this person malicious? Make an inside check. Something is definitely off about this old lady. Um, She has a very strange aura about her. Almost as if she she relishes in this kind of suffering and torment. As if she knew something like this would happen but did nothing to prevent it.
And you said she's got like long silver hair. Yeah. And what color were her robes? Black. Okay. As the money. Um. Lucy just looks at her. I don't know how you think that I can do anything after the fact. I can heal them while they, when they've been hurt. I can make them laugh when they're still alive, but they're gone. I say I can help them not be that way. What? You say they're dead. There's more than one way to bring someone back to life. And you say you can help them. So why don't you? but try to help. Then perhaps you need a little bit more assistance in your abilities. Make a wisdom saving throw for me if you could. Oh, I got licked and it stuck to my spell sheet. <clears throat> oh, well that's oddly appropriate one. <laughs> At this point... You feel like someone was calling you, but maybe it's that voice again that you're hearing from everyone else that's just sticking with you. You're not sure what. But it is very unsettling. At this point, you watch as the old lady kind of smiles a bit and taps her staff onto the ground. And you watch everything almost play out in reverse of what happened everything rewinding back as if in time. You see, by the end of everyone else coming back to life, fighting their hardest, they're giving their all, fighting these strange shadowy figures that tower in size and power. One you do recognize with a scythe at his back. fighting everyone you cared about and a bunch of others you don't recognize and can't see their visage as well. And just as everything resets back to just before this faithful moment that you entered on, you're pulled once more into another location. In the familiar house of your mother the old lady there kind of sitting upon one of the stairs just kind of rocking back and forth with her staff in her lap how do you know of this place i'm here aren't i what you see is what i see now are you reading my mind maybe that's one way to put it 
did you know her? No, not personally, no. Don't associate myself with Faye very often. So this woman's human? She looks to be human. Okay. Um... Why wasn't I in the fight? Why didn't I make it? Like, why did I make it if they didn't? Are you sure you want to find that answer? Wait, am I dead too? Well, you're alive here, but... I will warn you, be careful of the questions you do ask, because you may not like the answers you receive. If you want to know, I can show you. No. It won't be hard if you really want to know the truth. No. I don't know what to do. I failed them. What do you want from me? <laughs> Maybe I want something. Maybe I don't want anything. It's just interesting being in a mind that's different from normal folk for once. So much in here. How interesting. I will say as well, what you actually can see off of her, mixing with your passive perception, mm -hmm. you see when her robes move in a certain way, it almost kind of catches a little bit. And you see a snake, like the head of a snake tattooed at the end of her arm. And it almost looks like it moves on its own. I have, a, I have a DM question. Yes. With my tattoo that's behind my ear, I know you've said it like moves and has like grown a bit. Mm -hmm. Do I feel it move? No. No? Okay. Um, but, I, but I do know it's there. Yeah, you know it's there. Okay. Um, God, there's so many questions. Oh, I see where you start. Yeah. What's really funny is watching these two just being like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. How, how are we here if this place was destroyed? It was a wasteland when we came through here last. <laughs> Memories are very powerful things. You can manipulate them. Your experience can be everyone's experience. If you know how to do it the right way. I don't want everyone to experience what I've experienced. 
the hill. That's also the fun thing about memories and the mind. You can change it. You watch, she kind of looks over towards the door that, as the door opens up. A woman walks in dressed way differently than what your mother would dress as. But you would see her along with a male figure walk in. Is this my mother and father? Yeah. They look completely different. This but is... This isn't possible. Oh, it can be. That's the funny thing about it. The ability to have something in mind to make real a possibility. But messing with people's minds isn't okay. <laughs> but if it gets rid of the pain, isn't it all the more worth it? No. It's not right. Because it's not right. People have thoughts and freedoms. And it's not okay to take that from them. Even with thinking that it could make things better. That's a lie. This is all a lie, and she just starts freaking out, and she's gonna, like, flip the table and, like, like, tearing everything apart. As you do so, you feel yourself pass through each of these objects, almost as if this world is preventing you from messing with it. It just pisses her off even more. It's like this five-foot ball of fury, just like, this isn't here. This isn't real. Because you don't believe that it's real. It's not. It was destroyed months ago. You watch as she goes over to the table until the chair sets her staff down, pulls out a chair, sits down into it. It don't exist. Then how can I do it if you can't? Maybe you're not real. That you know for sure. I'm gonna walk right up to her. Mm -hmm. And I wanna smack her. Thank you! <laughs> Thank you! A whole 15. Which is actually really good for me for an armed strike. As you, as you go up to slap her, you watch and... It honestly shocks you how fast her reflexes are as you watch her staff catch a hold of your arm and hand. <laughs> Maybe you understand that I'm a little more real than you realize. <laughs> Who are you? I know by many names. Who are you is actually more what I want to know. You're... You're here in my head or something and you don't even know my name? 
Maybe I do know your name, and maybe I'm just playing tricks on you. I don't know which. Make okay. another uh, wisdom saving throw for me. Um, natural twenty. For there it is. Love. For wisdom saving throw is twenty eight. Very nice. nice. What was the other role you were doing? Um, I was looking to see if Nixie would remember, like, a, just a general history check. If Nixie would remember, um, like stuff from her past that she looked up about Faye and mm -hmm. the not telling her name thing in this instance because that's been like ingrained into her for a really long time but she's also really emotional and I rolled a 16 so um and what was the DC that you gave oh I don't know I just if it was below a 10 I was gonna be like nah but <laughs> um also you're able to hold it together to not immediately do so but as you kind of focus on her, you see that as she kind of smiles at you, you hear, Nixie! As you see a spectral hand reach through the door, grab a hold of you and pull you back as you see Alamandra there. Yeah. And she sets out this large blast of energy hitting the old woman, knocking her into the wall. <laughs> As she looks up, you see her eyes flare with this yellow-like energy and these purple wings. How did you get past? I made sure you wouldn't be able to get to her. I know. And you are not taking her. Be gone. Or you will have to fight me. <laughs> and, and Nixie just like am I still in the room? Yeah with her she kind of puts you behind her I just I kind of like square up too and I go I may not have magic or powers but I can obviously hit so I'll fight too You're lucky your little spirit friend was able to save you this time and you see her voice has changed to something a little bit more very feminine, very um, younger. Younger. Chance, stop licking him. <laughs> Sorry. You're not out of the darkness yet, little one. I will have you yet. I'm just giving you glimpses of what could possibly happen in your future. <laughs> Try not to fail them. As you watch as her wings wrap around her, and she disappears as the whole of everything else shatters like stained glass. You feel Alamandra grab a hold of you and... And I just wrap my arms around her, too. You're all of a sudden taken back into the main floor of the Platinum Palace. As she kind of like looks down towards you. <sighs> Didn't realize that I could actually break through that even without having to go through you. I'm just glad it worked. 
Who? Are you all right? And she kind of like pushes the hair out of your face. Are you okay? No. But she I really... Like, she kind of brings you in for a hug. She's Who gone. Was that? I don't know. But she separated me from you and I don't know how she did it. You're a part I, of me. She blocked my connection with you somehow. I don't know what she did. But I was able to break through finally. What kind of person can do that? Someone with a lot of power who's very dangerous. Why did she want my name? I don't know. Did you tell her anything? No. Good. Not anything that she didn't already know. Like, that I want to save my friends. Any information. Any information to her is what she's going to have to deal with. She knew that already, though. Like, how'd she know that? You have the ability to hear thoughts, right? There are other magics that can let you see into people's minds and see their memories. It builds locations, but it doesn't give the full memory. Not yet. She wasn't there long enough to find out what truly happened there or wherever you've been. So I'm not dead? I don't know. I mean, if you're dead, then I'd be dead too. I mean, I guess I already am dead, but... <laughs> there it is! <laughs> Gotta love her. And Nisi goes very much alive. But... And she kind of... Oh, go ahead. I don't know if she can predict the future and everyone's gonna die. Like, I have to stop that. That can't happen. That can't be our future after everything we've been through. I wouldn't take anything they say with a grain of salt for now. They could just be lying to you. They could have been manipulating your mind. I need to find a library. She kind of smiles and pats pats a hand on your head and your hair and let me tuck you back in. Need your rest. They're still alive, aren't they? Yes, they are right next to you. Everyone's still in the room. Except for one. They're are watching. We, are we back? Uh, we're still in the palace, though, yeah? Yeah, she kind of takes your hand. You know, she offers a hand to you if you, want, if you wish to take it. Of course. She kind of, like, walks with you out through the platinum doors, and you're back in that same room once more, but this time it's filled. Exactly the same position you remember it in. And Alamandra's just kind of giving you a view. You see your body there, also snuggled up against you, Tara and Arsene. All breathing. RNL sleeping on my chest. <laughs> yeah. 
you see um, Inara also sleeping, as well as Kiara's probably outside watching. Kiara wouldn't be watching. Like, oh yeah, it's only Inara, that's right. Kiara's you told sleeping. you told Kiara to go the fuck to sleep. I don't trust Kiara enough to not do something reckless and go and try and talk to him. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> Which but is yeah. why I'm like, no, you're not on guard duty. Yeah, so you see Kiara <laughs> sleeping in bed, and Alamandra kind of informs you that Inara's out watching their father. This is the weirdest thing. To see everyone just like curled up around me. You're lucky, Nixie. You have a lot of people who care about you. And you've grown on me too. I love you too. And she'll like give her a hug and then look at, back at everyone else. So one day you'll be here too. To her or? Yeah, to her. <laughs> it's a pleasant thought. She kind of like leads you over to your body to lay you back down. Finish your rest. If you wish me to stay here until you're fully asleep. I can do that, too. That person won't come back, right? I'll make sure they don't step a foot near you again. At least I'll try. I'm gonna find out something, anything about what just happened. I'll see if I can dig through my memories and see if I can figure something out. But you need to get some rest. She kind of like takes her hand and like brushes it across her forehead. Get some sleep. I will go like, you know when you're at a sleepover and you do that like awkward climb over everyone in the bed without touching them? That's what Nixie's trying to do to get back into her own body. Like, and finally like, squeezes in there. And then just like feels the warmth of like mental and physical reconnecting and and like feels the heat coming from Tara and Arsene and Arnel's like purring that he does and my f- snoring and just <sighs> and just fade into it. Yeah, as you fade into it, you hear Alamandra's voice. Sleep well, child. As you suddenly, as your eyes open, as you see the morning sun rising, everyone else still asleep, but you seem to be the first one awake. So, so Arsene's behind me and Tara's in front of me? No. Or other way around? Arsene, you, Tara, Arsene. Okay. We're just a big old snuggle puddle right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, so. You'll just feel Nixie, like, nestle her head into the back of you more, Tara. As, um, 
it's like she obviously stirs and it's almost like she's taking it all in again and like feels the sun on her face and just like probably takes her like a good 10 to 15 minutes to like re-go through everything that just happened and realizing that that was real and just being like oh shit and like she says that out loud um And just is like piecing it all back together. Um, how how am I waking up like an hour before you guys need to get up? That was gonna be my question. Oh, how long between us going to bed does she wake up? Because our son might be awake. Mm-hmm. How long do you have to sleep? Yeah, you only yeah. have to meditate for four hours, so you would have been going to bed around like three, four. So you and Nixie would be waking up at the same time. Okay. Well, so if if they went to bed at three or four, no, no then no. Midnight. 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 Oh, yeah. okay. I was gonna say because I'm gonna because my eight hours is up at four. Yeah. Yeah, you and Arsene would be waking up at roughly the same time. Maybe it would be kind of it'd be a weird domino you, effect. You stir, and you, that's you, what gets Arsene's. Yeah concentration to break of their yeah. so you, you just, just hear audibly hear that oh shit yeah yeah you hear that you hear nixie go oh shit as your eyes what? kind of what yeah tara <laughs> kind of tara is snuggled into your torso mm-hmm. but is also like semi draped over nixie's frame just like arm over her kind of yeah so she She's pretty much got like <laughs> titty pillow, basically. Mm-hmm. Nice, comfy. Mm-hmm. Well, Tara doesn't have much in the chest region anyway, but yeah, titties are titties. It's funny because since our son doesn't even like titties, <laughs> <laughs> never said that. Our son can appreciate. Okay. He can appreciate them. He's not attracted to them, but he can appreciate. Okay, them. that's that's what I. Okay, okay, that makes sense. But because I, I was like, wait, what? Our son <laughs> likes Raynard. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> wait a minute, is our gay boy bi? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I mean, it, I it's a, it's a thing, uh, but. Anyways, that's that's I meta mean, knowledge. Great <laughs> for twenty odd years. You Fair fake enough. it real well, especially at a the ball thing that we went to with uh, 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 uh Rosalind, yeah. Yeah, like, ah, oh, yes, I am straight, gay boy. <laughs> <laughs> Flirt with me. <laughs> um, oh, you're anyways. You are unhappily married. Let me give you a gay break. Um, well, that's every gay break. 
<laughs> so yeah, you just wake up to hearing Nixie go, "Oh, shit!" And so just kind of pops his head up over Tara's shoulder. Morning. What? Did I just wake you? Not exactly. Are you all right? No. Not do you want do you want to talk about it or do you want me to just be here with you? Do you get the sense that like Nixie's trying to formulate what she wants to tell you? Not because she like wants to hide information, but more that like she's trying to protect you from things. Mm-hmm. And she just looks at you for a minute. I'm just happy you're alive. Nightmares? A little bit more than nightmares. Yeah, and our son just kind of sits up, kind of slowly pulls his arm out from underneath Tara's head, <laughs> and like <clears throat> gently sets your head down so that you don't bonk it on the floor or something. Like, it wouldn't wake me up. Still, <laughs> I've got sisters. So like, I mean, I I did sleep in a bed. I did sleep in a bed. Oh yeah, that's right. It's just we're, like we're all it's in the bed I'm against the Yeah, wall. it's like it's like the it's kind of like my bed. It's like the day yeah. bed, but it like pulls out and has like the full full size bed extension. So we're sleeping in a full size bed together. Like yeah. that's right. what this looks like. <laughs> Which is very weird for Tara to do because she's always been off on her own. Well, and it's weird that Nick's even slept in the bed in the first place, because usually she's always sleeping on the floor. Yeah. yeah. So um all of us are behaving very strangely right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strange time, so I hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our son um, just kind of climbs up and out of bed and kind of brings his arms out a little bit. Uh, kind of in the offer of picking you up. <laughs> um, I'll definitely take the assistance to, like, step over Tara like grab RNL on the way. You're in front of Tara. Am I in front of Tara? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just oh, wait. A, I just got it like an arm draped over you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'll like take the help to like get up and out of the bed. Um I'll grab RNL with me. RNL kind of does the straight the, you know, the, the fox like opening the mouth wide yeah. and Tongue kind of like falls out of the mouth a bit as they just bring it back in. I love him. Um, <laughs> I don't know how, but someone separated me from Alamandra. Like, They invaded my mind. Mm. 
they said that it was refreshing to be in someone's mind like theirs or something. Hmm. And she wanted to know my name. Did you tell her? No. Hagrid has always told me that names have power. And it seemed like that's what she was fishing for. She offered to help me save you guys. Save us from what? And you just, like, Nixie just, like, grabs your arms around you and goes, you can't die, you can't die. I pull you close and just hold you, hold you tight. Oh, Nixie. She said you guys would die. And that I can't save you. Nixie, everyone dies someday. No, but this was... It felt soon. It felt real. And I wasn't strong enough to save you. And Tara. And Zagreus. And RNL. And Ryan and everyone. I can't lose you guys. I have no intention of leaving you. You. You're my family. You are. You're a little sister to me. Your family too. That's why I have to keep you guys safe. We keep each other safe. It isn't just on you. Look at me, and I kind of pull away a little bit, looking pointedly at at your face, trying to make eye contact. I have to try. We all will. It is not only on you, all right? We look after each other. It's what I'm afraid of, though. Is that something's gonna happen. And my magic and my healing stuff. And it won't be enough. And what if that's true? 
then we train and we get stronger. Do you want to go and start training now? I honestly think we need to go to a library. Because there's got to be something that someone knows about being able to be separated from someone you've made a pact with and someone being able to break that connection even temporarily like that just seems like that shouldn't happen that is that is concerning yes she literally kicked Alamandra out of my consciousness. Like, Alamandra said she couldn't get to me. And she couldn't feel me anymore. Perhaps one of... One of the people here may know. <laughs> they seem to know a lot. Can we trust them? Like, I know don't that Tara trusts them, but... We don't have to tell them everything. We can just ask about... Asking for a friend? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> can ask if a connection with a pact member can be broken even temporarily or blocked. Take a perception check for me, Tara. Uh, active or passive? I don't know why I even ask you to do perception anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm asleep, if it's an active perception, it would be uh, a disadvantage. Yeah, so it would be active. I'm like, if it's an active one, that that's the point I was trying to make. No, it wouldn't be active because you're not actively looking or trying to be wary. You just fell asleep. You hear Arsene and Nixie talking. And you hear bits and pieces of it, not the full thing, but enough. It kind of stirs you awake. I'm keeping my eyes shut and just listening. Okay. Here. And I don't think we're, like, right next to you. You guys, we're never, like, said, we're... You guys never, never said you got off the bed. I got up. And yeah, got we, got, and we got up. Her up. I All helped right. her up. We're, like, I don't know, maybe five feet away from the bed. Enough Even so that so... we're not going to immediately wake her up walking. Yeah. Yeah, as far as you like, know, the Tara is still asleep. Yeah, yeah. You know how when you're at a when you're at a sleepover and there's like two people awake and everyone else is asleep and you just kind of move to another section still in the room, but you're just nearby. looking at each other, just talking. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. We don't have to. <laughs> that is a chocolate chihuahua <laughs> milk chocolate this is baby that is baby mm -hmm. i thought chance was baby chance is my baby this is baby that's her name oh that's her name <laughs> yeah um the hell out of me <laughs> baby what talking to the dog <laughs> right um dog is baby you are babe 
chance is jealous. Babe squared. Babe squared. Um, but yeah, so we don't know that Nixie's or that Tara's awake. Correct. Um, what about me? He's jealous. Hey, I'm going to put her down. I'll put her down. At first, I thought the long string was her actually, or they, them actually peeing for a second. Doesn't <laughs> be like, you are very calm for this situation. Cookie <laughs> no. hasn't noticed yet. Yeah. No, it was the, uh, my headset. Um, but Nixie will. See, like, if we, if we can trust them, we should, we should at least ask. Just hesitant to trust new people. Because, I mean, what would you think if you hadn't experienced it and someone says, Oh, I have a soul living 20,000 years from the past inside my body? Well, considering me, I wouldn't be particularly put off. Surprised that it's from Desmia, but. Does anyone even know what Desmia is anymore? I don't know. I don't think so. But we could ask about patrons. We could look into patrons and patron connection. Okay. Kisses. Um. He's just super jealous that I was holding her and not holding him. I'm like, you're 100 pounds. She's two. <laughs> RNL's just licking your hand. Yeah. Um, so, do we hear anyone else stirring in the house yet? Or Kiara is kind of snoring away. You still see the, the glowing. Um, Omni stones in her in her uh, arms. You want to talk about the elephant in the room, and I kind of look at her with the omni stones, and then like, do you really think we can save him? You just see. Our son's face just shift to a face of, you know, the face that doctors make when they're like, it's a slim chance, kind of that face. Um, I don't know. There's... I don't know this magic well enough to estimate, but we were able to bring him here from where he was in such an unstable state. It's... There's... There's a lot going on in the world and with with this magic it's ancient older than I 
Um, I almost wonder if I missed a spell. What spell levels were Vivify? Like third? Third or fourth. Will someone look? Tar, will you look that up for me? Um, but uh, oh, he does not know spells. Yes, Patara <laughs> has a player's handbook. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if we can either. And I'm worried that if we try this soon and it goes bad. Third. Third? Why do I not have it on my spell list? Is it on a druid spell list? Because it should be. Uh, it doesn't say in here. Wait, hold on. Okay. Um, side chats. Because if we if we can't save him. No. No? No. How the hell did I have it before? Cheating. Yeah. It's not cheating. It's the why you could cast Greater Restoration at second level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we had a sudden burst of... Uh... Alright, <laughs> No, remember because we had diamonds because I had I had revivified, but I had but I had it when I was using D D Beyond. How strange. I don't know. Um The Cubs names, by the way, were Magnolia, Rosemary, and Dahlia. <laughs> um, so which one was the one that was laying on top of me? That would have been Rosemary. Perfect. Yeah, Rosemary was on top of you, Dahlia was poking at you, and Magnolia was scratching at your feet. <laughs> like, I'm in tech heaven. <laughs> Baby mechanical bears. <laughs> I'm scratching at metal. Um... Oh, he's he's upset. And like, baby's really trying hard not to look at him. They sh <laughs> they share the bed though. He just won't jump up there because she's up there. It looks like baby is trying to like avoid eye contact, like that eye contact of like, yeah, I know I'm up here. So what? Come here, you. Come on, chance up, up, go up. Lay down. Lay down. Come on. There you go. You guys will be alright. Um baby hits the pillow. Uh-huh. Um it if we could convince Tara to wait. I know it's hilarious. If we could convince Tara to wait until I'm just a little stronger. How long did she say that we had again? A couple days. I thought so. We don't have enough time we... then, do we? Um. No. <laughs> Great boss, go! 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That wasn't that wasn't Arsene talking. Who broke the fourth wall? <laughs> Sorry, my uh, bad. You hear Arsene talking, looking up. Arsene speaking in a weird accent. That's a new voice, Arsene. Is Click coming back? Who? <laughs> um. No, but. We don't have time. Time is... I hate to say it, but time is not on our side for this. I'm just worried if we screw this up, she's never gonna forgive me. Who? Tara. For what? If we can't save him. Why would... Why would she not want to forgive you? Because she needs me and I don't know if I can do this. We are all needed for this. It isn't only on you. Your... This procedure that we are doing is... Shoot, I just forgot. <laughs> this procedure is something that Gwendolyn said would be his your idea for this one. And we cannot do it on our own. We need the other flam. And even then, we don't know if it will work. This is an ex- Was I privy to the conversation about the Elder Flan? I wasn't, was I? No. You weren't privy to that part of it. All you all you had said, at least, when you'd all arrived to Gwendolyn's cottage and, and um, uh, warehouse, Mm -hmm. local warehouse slash workshop um all you've heard is that the elder flan will be needed for this and that you were going i need to go the fuck to sleep i am tired and let's do this tomorrow <laughs> sounds like Nixie. yeah sounds like a teenager so you have a rough idea of what was stated but you do know that the elder flan is needed Okay. Why do we need the Elder Flan? Because from my guesstimation, the magic is highly ex not quite experimental, but it's very powerfully needed and have you seen the size of the Elder Flan and the amount of magic emanating from it? It just seems like baby ones floating around. You would have seen the Elder Flan. Yeah, you've seen the Elder Flan. <laughs> it either. was the big, huge jelly that was in, like, in front of us, basically. So there was the... Off to our right, when we came in, off to our right was the Hydra and, off to, and the cottage mm -hmm. and in front of us. It was to the, the left. To the left of us. 
yeah, to the left of us was this big, huge jelly flan. That, that was, reaches the treetops here yeah. in the forests of Garenbrig. Yeah, I think did. I missed that as a player, and I think I just heard about the little baby squishies and was like, oh. <gasps> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all hanging around in the trees and just kind of bouncing off of Mother. But uh, when you arrived, the Elder Flan was asleep, and Gwendolyn scolded all of you to be like, don't touch her, don't wake her at all. <laughs> That's so why I was... did it because she warned me. <laughs> yeah, don't don't touch her. I still have impulse control issues sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, but with someone like Gwendolyn being like, "Don't do it," generally you're gonna follow what she says. It's that quickly. southern mom syndrome. Yeah, like she'll throw something at you. Lachanka. <laughs> you wish it was Lachanka. It will be. Whatever no she gets her hands on, wooden spoon. probably her really empowered wrench that she wields now after all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I used to be compared to when I was in high school. <laughs> I, I look at our son though and go, I'm gonna <clears throat> take some spells that'll hopefully help. Um, and basically I'm going to take cure wounds and, uh, aura vitality, um, dispel magic, protection from energy, and the, these are ones that will specifically help with this maybe, lesser restoration, and enhance ability. That's obviously not all of my spells, but that's some of my spells. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, where did I just see that at? Calm emotions. Maybe I don't. Nope, that's RNL that has that. All right. Okay, that's what I'm taking to try to help because that's all I got. Okay. All right. I should probably take similar spells today as well. Did I? <laughs> Did you and Tara get enough sleep? I did. Um, she... I'm gonna look over at Tara, just kind of seeing if she's awake or asleep. Make an inside check. Make it a seven check. Are you pretending to be asleep? Yeah. Kind of. And so... Oh. Thirteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see her breathing is awake breathing. I'm no longer snoring. Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah, there's no more snoring. And it's that's strange. I don't hear snoring and it's been that way for a little What's what's yeah. so we know what Nixie's snoring sounds like? What's Tara's snoring sound like? 
like a deep guttural growl. <laughs> <laughs> I heard one snoring in somewhere that Kiara is snoring right now. <laughs> okay. I heard one snoring and assumed it was both of you. Wait a minute, it's not in stereo. <laughs> You get the sense that, that Tara is oh, possibly awake. Probably. Yeah. There's just something in you in your gut that's telling you they've been listening for a while. I know I got enough sleep. I hope she did too. Were you guys up late last night? I will say that it blows my mind that you guys don't have to sleep all night. <laughs> and it's remotely not fair. Are you I saying that in or out of character? In, in character. She's like, I want to be able to stay up late. <laughs> you need your sleep so that you can grow tall. And I pat your head. <laughs> Tara snorts. <laughs> Shut up, Tara. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> passive insights, <laughs> passive insights. <laughs> Passive's insights high enough now to realize that she's awake. Yeah, uh, yeah my passive is sixteen. My deception was five. five. Like, come on. <laughs> my passive insights eighteen. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, we both knew you were awake. <laughs> I lightly like toss RNL like you would toss a cat onto your chest. <laughs> I feverishly push onto the floor. <laughs> I, I want to like dive and try to catch him. Like no, even though it's uh, like make a deck two feet. <laughs> Natural one. It's okay. RNL rolled a tw uh, twenty-two. I think what's his next mod? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> where's his no. sheet? <laughs> Shit, I don't have a sheet printed. Uh, I think, he's got, I think he's got a plus two. Plus two? Yeah. So, yeah, he rolled a dirty 20. So, yeah. RNL just, and without even missing a beat, it barely touches Tara and just, it just completely like, whoop, like just passes over Tara, but RNL just lands. I feel like, right. like, since I rolled a natural one, that Nixie like went to lunge for him and he like hops over here and I hop over here and I crack my head into the yeah, you kind of go <laughs> onto the ground, and RNL is just kind of staring at you. You take four points of bludgeoning damage from the floor. Oh, the wizard is dead. No, oh, that didn't feel very good. Like big old shoots up. Just what? What's happening? Uh. It's okay. I got a so, big old like goose egg right here on the top of my head. <laughs> you just kind of you kind of see like a little bit of energy around Kiara's hands. It's all right, Kiara. Nixie just failed fighting the floor. <laughs> the floor one. I'm gonna go there. You do that. She's just gonna roll back over. I'm sitting upright now, just like hugging my knees. You alright? I'll let you know. Alright. 
I know what happened for me last night. Did something happen for you guys last night? We'll tell you about it later. We can't really talk about it right now. Is everything okay, though? Like, you guys didn't fight or anything, right? We didn't fight. <sighs> we just... Well, Tara met someone that I've met once before, and it... Let's just say the conversation went interestingly. That's all I can really say. Okay. I'm looking around the room for the little demonic meat minion. You don't see anything. But you do hear nearby Kiara's bed. Wait, the little what? One of the minions. Oh, right. You don't see anything. Mm -hmm. You both can, actually all three, you can hear her breathing from nearby Kiara. It's not her though. It's too heavy. And you swear you can hear one next to you, all of you as well. Looks like we're under watch. Out of game, obviously not very well if that happens. <laughs> as far as you were concerned, if just protection wise, he sent guards to watch. Can't do anything about mind fucking. Yeah. You can get to know about it. Like, literally, like, he's like, well, protect. I was like, okay, you just said protect. <laughs> Didn't really give any specifics. I no, I believe I I believe it I said keep us from harm. harm. All harm. Yeah, all harm. That's not necessarily harm. It is a form of harm. It's invasion is a form of harm. It's kind of tricky, especially psychological with dealing, harm. You're kind of dealing with a deva here. Yeah, I know. The devil's in the details. Exactly, yeah. the devil is in the details. Um. Our son picked up that it's a deva. I don't know if you would have picked up that it's They're a deva. Insane. During that part. Hmm? I wasn't awake during that part. No, no. during... Wait, you were during, there for the whole conversation. When we were talking with... Uh, with... With the deva? Oh, with I thought Mortar. you were talking yeah. about the conversation... No. ...from her dream. No, no. when, when Devamore left, our son was like, Deva... Jim-like? What? <laughs> That's strange, yeah. but you would know from your own kind of passive um, idea and wisdom, and you would know well enough that you've heard about these kind of individuals before. They're never really trustworthy, but when it comes to the jinn in general, they're the masters of verbiage. They make the best lawyers, but also the worst enemies. Yeah. You need to be very specific, at least during at least this point later down the line, as you kind of think about it more. Considering what the situation was, you know, or some kind of explaining more in depth, you know, you need to be very specific of what kind of thing you're asking, because they will do the bare minimum, because <laughs> they're lazy. 
Or just, I did what you asked. Yep. <laughs> what more do you want? You asked for a one-way ticket to this place. Or you, or you were talking about this, and you mentioned one-way ticket, so it is a one-way ticket. Um, in Nixie's sense of self-preservation, and hearing something breathing that isn't anyone in the room, she's gonna cap, uh, use her spell of detect thoughts for anything within thirty. Well, it's anything within thirty feet of me. So, and I can use it once a day without actually casting it. Mm. So it doesn't there burn a spell slot. You don't really. The only thoughts you kind of have are the ones from Kiara. Tara Narsan in the room currently. Nothing else. From okay. our side. That's From... weird, though. These things don't think. Whatever it is, it's breathing? Out of character question. Apparently. From yeah. our son, you hear, huh? Well, it. Sounds like Devamora is keeping his word of giving us protectors. Okay. Um, what is yeah. Well, what's Tara thinking? Just like surface level thought, like I'm not probing, so it doesn't require a save, but just in the immediate her only thought is um, I'm going to lose them all again. Um, what about uh, is it in it's Kiara. What's Kiara thinking? She asleep? She's asleep. She's still thinking, though. Yeah. These motherfuckers won't shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> she isn't fully asleep, but she wants to. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> um, uh, should we maybe go in the other room? Yeah. She's wanting to continue sleeping. She'll probably step outside. She she definitely is. And I have questions. Well, see what we can do for our answers. Um You said now's not really a good time to talk about it, though. Hmm. He said, "You you said that's that now's not a good time to talk about it, though." <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we'll be able to tell you sometime. I'm gonna hold you to that. We'll make sure you're there next time. What? No, 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 no. What was it the specific words that he used? You cannot tell another soul about what is spoken here. 
the long and short of it is he doesn't want you telling a lot of people because of the fear that his siblings will, his find, siblings out. will find out. Yeah. But he said not to tell tell anyone. Yeah, don't tell anyone else that was inside the trip room with you. However, if you have other means of communication that doesn't doesn't require physical speech. Yeah. Because technically you didn't tell me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that, but technically you didn't tell me. <laughs> you did, but you didn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I already found one loophole. Uh, hey, you don't know that I have a sending stone in my hand. Um. We still don't have to eat, though, right? Because it hasn't been past 30 days. No, still don't have to eat. We don't have to eat for another 14 days. Halfway through. Like, he just looks at you guys as we step out into the hallway and goes, I miss eating breakfast. Breakfast. It's like the best comfort food. Can I roll to try? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Just look over and you're like, (laughs) Can I roll to try and like remember like Desmi and breakfast? Make an intelligence check. Hello? Your intelligence is fine. Fourteen. Bacon and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> or is it like the airbenders and it's a fruit tart? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like that would actually be it, though? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the exotic fruits, like papaya and like Mama, weird, weird shit. Weird purple, bumpy fruit that's the dragon size of, fruit. Yeah, it's the size of like a like a baseball. Jack, <laughs> jackfruit, jackfruit tarts. No, jackfruit uh, pudding tarts. Durian. Yeah. The only time I've ever seen those is in Super Mario Sunshine. Um, they they have the consistency of snot, and they smell like farts. Smell like rotting flesh. Lovely. I had a fresh one, like like right off of a tree. Marinating in my gym socks for two weeks. So, like my fourteen-year-old's room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, when you like pull it out, it's like, you know, those nuts that are like, are hard but still slimy. You know, yeah. this is really like that. All right. We're gonna podcast this kind of thing. <laughs> Just like the comments of, "Oh my goodness, Jackfruit, what?" 
Wait, I've had that. It's disgusting. Yeah, no, it's I feel like I feel like Nico's gonna have to get like a lot better about like rated in, rated it on topic. <laughs> like right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I said I missed breakfast and like looked at you guys and go, I just I really messy thing. But I mean I I get it that it's a convenience, but I miss pancakes. As you think about the Destiny-style cuisine back being the like, son of a magistrate. Bear. No breakfast was ever complete without your air without your air elemental butlers whisking your eggs. <laughs> Not to mention Oh my goodness, they probably whisk those perfectly. Not to mention you also slightly remember something a little bit more. It was a dark and coagulated kind of blood pudding. <coughs> oh my god, what the shit. <laughs> it's posh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's it. Not a, it's not a breakfast food. Also, it's pudding. It, and as you kind of think about it a little bit further, you, you remember lots of fruit salads. You don't know why. Your father always loved them, but you were kind of off put by some of the weird shapes and sizes these fruits were. Okay. Um, especially one that was so yellow it hurt your eyes. <laughs> Some strange spiky fruit. <laughs> large leaf stalks. You don't remember what it was called, though. <laughs> is, I was going to say, isn't that one of the things that Nixie's used when she's cast Goodberry? <laughs> the pineapple on my... I just can't remember the name. Pineapple. <laughs> amazing it's um, like the thing when you know there's a subject that you you can talk about but you can't just say the name of it you know what it is like you can't fucking think of a name but it's so simple our son are you no, you what is the name of this movie <laughs> tauntaun our son are you gonna have an aneurysm or are you okay thinking about breakfast um Lots of fruit salad, and my, my father loved fruit salad. There were some strange fruits. One of them was like very yellow and spiky and had long leaves. You it mean pineapples? Weird. Eureka! <laughs> a what? It's a pineapple. You remember like months ago no, when I, I when I red and round. You said yellow. Apples are small and red. It was like this big. Yeah, pineapples are huge. Do you not remember a couple of months ago when I like cast a spell and made ten pineapples show up on the floor and I ate them all and made myself sick? As you're going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> from where we are in the hall, is there a way to look outside? Not in this hallway, no. I feel like we're like walking and talking. Oh, totally. Okay. So, do you wish to go outside? Do you wish to find yeah, Gwendolyn, but... or...? I, was... I thought we were heading outside. I was gonna go to the doorway. Okay. At least, and look out. You see Inara sitting on her knees, just staring, or kind of just in her position that she had taken when you and I guys had switched places. Still there. And I look at him. Still in his same spot. 
covered in the cage of by Clementine, uh, Magnolia, Rosemary, and Dahlia. There you go. I keep wanting to say a C name, but it's not a C name. C bear. I jokingly was like, oh my god, we need to have like. <laughs> I forgot what I had said. I was like Pepper or something. We're just coming up with the names. Goes, it's, she's a Pepper. Southern Belle. I remember. What about Paprika? She goes, no. I mean, knowing Gwendolyn, though, like if one of them was a bit mischievous, you would lo- totally be like Rosemary, Magnolia, and Cunt. Like it's it's in fact it's it's not even like sad or like it's just funny because just <laughs> knowing how long I've I've GM'd Gwendolyn, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look out and I'll be staring at while they're talking about food for a while. I'll just be staring at him, and after a couple of minutes, just be like, I'll be right back, and I will turn around and go back in and look for a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Easy enough to find. You no. bump into Crowley and you ask him to go right down the way. And a nod, keep going, lock the door behind me, and I'm like calmly walking. I lock the door and I will immediately vomit into the toilet. Mm-hmm. And probably like curl just a couple more times. Mm-hmm. And then like write myself after a few minutes and. Oh. <laughs> that was my hips. What, yep. like, wash my face? Make sure I'm all presentable, and then I will calmly walk back out and find the kid. No, Arsene, pancakes are breakfast foods. <laughs> That's like the a most amazing pancake food, or breakfast food. <laughs> and they don't have cabbage in it. No cabbage, no carrots. Bacon, nothing. Okay. You watch the star just completely <laughs> more full of the You're wrong, but rain check. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm fine. What's your passive insight? Passive insight's like 18. 18? No, 19. You feel like that, like she's gotten enough sleep, but she probably would like some more, judging just by with everything that's happening. She's trying to still process everything. Um, she's gotten enough, but she's just trying to be strong. I'll just motion toward the house. She stands up, her bones gonna crack a bit. Don't stop anything without me. Wouldn't dream of She walks past both of you and Tara. And Still and arguing about pancakes versus okonomiyaki. Yeah. 
kind of just nods to both of you and walks <laughs> you all back into the house once more. I'll squat down on where she was and I'll just be like, ooh, nice and warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the farts. <laughs> yeah. So, so wait, where's Tara? She's sitting in the spot where uh, Inara was kneeling down watching their father. Are we reading Tara? Mm-hmm. Um, as you and I like keep bickering back and forth and I realize that Tara is like outside because that's where he is right is outside yeah he's floating right in front inside the inside the uh, runic cage made by all the cubs and Clementine in front of of, of the elder flan okay. the elder flan still asleep yeah elder flan still asleep it's um, been you can guess what the elder flan's been asleep for just about 12 hours now at this point well, as far as we know. As far as you know. Could be longer. Could have been longer, yeah. Um, How long did that thing sleep for? It was, it used to be just eight hours. Hmm. When I created it, by happenstance. But of course, this being is freaking huge now. Yeah. <laughs> so, probably needs to sleep to maintain energy. Yeah. Um, as we're continuing our argument over breakfast foods, and we kind of go out to where Tara is, as long as our son's okay with that. Yep, it, um, we're just walking and arguing. Uh, when we get up there next to you, we'll like stop arguing with you about pancakes and breakfast and look at Tara and goes, hey, we need to do this soon, don't we? Waiting on Gwendolyn at this point. Like... Hmm? Sorry, go ahead. She seems like she know she knows what she's doing. But... Do you trust her with this? I can't see you, Allison, so I have no idea if you're like thinking or <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I made her promise me that she will end the suffering no matter the outcome. Are you going to be able to live with this if we can't save him? And Nixie's like crouched down, like in front of you. I don't know how to answer that, Nixie. to not work and have you be not okay. How have you been handling it? 
after watching your mother die. I really didn't know her. <laughs> so that's hard for me to be like... upset about it more than just a person losing their life like a stranger if this was you I don't know what I'd do and I can't imagine what it feels like being in this position for us We were eight years old when he started drinking. He drank heavily. Oftentimes, uh, we didn't even recognize him. And he was around less and less for us. We would lock himself away in his room or his workshop, leaving us to our mother's devices. He entirely stopped stepping in right about when we were six to rescue us from her and when we were 14 when kiara disappeared and three days later her mother left she took half of the assets and half of the wealth with her when she left leaving us with him and that's when we lost him for good he locked himself away, and honestly, we never saw him again. I knew he was there. We put a plate in front of his door of food. He would be there all night, and by the next morning, the food would be gone, but the plate would be there. So I knew he was eating. When I was 17, Inara and I both left home. She went to Ardenvale, I went to Bavel. And the entire time I was in Bavel, every week I was sending a letter, updating him, various things. Some of them didn't mean anything. Some of them told him about things I was learning. I didn't tell him everything necessarily, considering my upbringing and choices that I've made in my personal life would be taboo to my family. But I told him a lot. I never once heard a reply. Never once wrote back to me. Do you think he just didn't know how? I was blissfully ignorant and choosing to believe that he was reading them and that he just didn't know how to reply or that maybe the letters would get lost in the mail or what have you. Question. The letters that Inara had, were they replies to me from him or were there were to you okay 
That's what I was wondering. Like, were they my letters that were unopened? <laughs> no, you're. She never. She didn't say anything about finding you, those letters specifically. But these are the stuff that Inara has are his replies. Were they? Were there postal marks on them? He did send them. He did send them. But someone only ended back to him. But for every one that you find and that you've seen, it seemed like every letter that he wrote was to every one you sent. And none of them reached you. I wrote him a letter every week for two years. Then the fire happened, and part of me believed that it would be better off for everyone to move on because I was gone for two years in the Feywild. It would be unfair for me to just show up out of the blue. So I didn't think I was ever going to come back and see him. Part of me even wondered if he, would, if he died from alcohol poisoning, and that's why I didn't hear from him. And part of me wondered if he just never cared. At this point, Nixie's going to hug you. You didn't know your mother, but in a way, I didn't know him either. I haven't known him for a very long time. I don't know how it would be if he doesn't survive this. Part of me is going to be devastated because I know that the best part of our family would be gone. And the other part of me would be relieved knowing that he doesn't have to suffer at our mother's hand any longer. And the rest of me is fucking terrified. Because I know that if he was gone, I'd lose Kiara forever. She's still here, isn't she? He's not dead yet. I don't think she'd abandon you if we can't save him. I don't think that's her. Because that's not you. You're not abandoning him right now. And he needs you. And through all the trauma and the pain, you still want to help him. Tara, that means something. Sorry, that was ridiculous. She would jump up there. Um, let's see, I gotta gauge it. Uh, I just want you to be prepared for whatever this is. And I hope we can get him back. I really do. Your dad's still in there. And he deserves a chance 
at life as much as you deserve a chance at a relationship with him. I will help with this as much as I can, but I don't want you to be angry at me or our son or anyone else if this doesn't work. I've tried to be so much of a better person. And I want to help, but I don't want to help if you, if you are, have any reservation that this won't work. I don't want to lose you as a friend and as my family. Nixie, I could never be angry with you for wanting to help. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I don't think this is going to work. But that does that mean that we shouldn't try? <clears throat> say this without being blunt but if we don't try he's gonna die anyways right if we don't try the magic if he dies with those things still in his body he will become a magic golem of sorts from my understanding I don't really understand magic but Magic will take over his body and become unstoppable. Like a ticking time bomb. I don't really understand this magic either. And if we wait, if we do nothing, if we keep going and let, try to put it off until we become stronger, there's nothing about that time. Not necessarily because he could be dead, but Look, and I'll, and I'll point over at his side. It's kind of hard to see because there is a black sigil that is on his abdomen on the side. He's been marked by evil entities that are trying to obtain what he has for themselves. If we do nothing, if we don't stop this, We're looking at greater than a war with the Alderman Empire. We're looking at world's devastation by evil entities that are seeking nothing but just power and corruption. And I don't know if we can do anything. And maybe it's all for naught, but if I don't do anything, if I just sit back and pretend like it doesn't exist, then I've become no better of a person than I was when I left Lily behind to die. And that will kill me. And if he doesn't survive this, I'm not gonna hold anything against you or our son. And I'm making sure my sisters aren't awake as far as you can tell them 
No. I look behind me briefly. I made Gwendolyn promise me that she was that she would end his suffering no matter the cost. If she believes that this will not work, she will end him on the spot. If that's what it takes. I made her promise me that. And this is bigger than me reuniting with my father. I want him to live. I want him to have a life. And for for me to be able to save him, save someone for once, But if his death means that you and Arsene and everyone we care about get to live in safety, away from this magic, away from demons or devils or whatever the fuck they are, as much as I love him, I love the two of you much, much more. is a lot and I know that I'm gonna help but I need you to do something for me while Arsene and I help with this and I pull RNL out of his cubby and I hand him like hold him like that in front of you go RNL's gonna help with this too as he can calm you down and also your dad while we do this so as long as you're within 30 feet of your father he will help just innately calm the calm the emotions down because I don't want your dad to feel pain as much as is possible I don't know if RNL can take that away from him, but I know he's helped calm me down out of some very stressful situations. Can you do that for me? Just so that I understand, are you asking me to take him? For right now. Like, while, while we do this, because RNL has uh, illusory calm. And if so, mechanically, as long as you're within 30 feet, he innately pulls off, pulls off like a serene presence. And so he can make your emotions calm down. So while she's prefacing it with it helping your dad, she's mostly concerned about you. But it just like affects everyone in 30 feet of him. Arnold can stand 30 feet away. Of course. Because I'm non-magical and I don't add to the whatever the fuck that is. 
I'm the only one that he that I that can touch him. So I'm gonna need to be up close and personal with him if the time calls for it. And I don't want to have Arnal on my person in case something goes wrong. There was a in that chamber where he was held, there was an imprint of a man on the wall that from him exploding. And I can't bear to see the look on your face if that happened to Arna. So. Uh, DM question. I know that RNL's fate, he can't die, right? Correct. Well, as far as you know. Can't die, die, but can be sent back to Feywild or something like that. That is weird. Having calm emotions will help him. Just close by, then. Close by, yeah. Okay. And if you're able to help from a distance, that's better. Don't touch him. It's far too dangerous to add to the circuit. Um. I am like rubber. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do not conduct electricity. Yeah. <laughs> you are ground. I am ground. Oh no. You are well grounded. You mm -hmm. are well grounded. Some no, if it was ground if it if it was ground. If I was like the ground, then I would neutralize the electron, the electric energy, which is completely false. No, I insulate it, so I'm rubber. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tara, I'm gonna have to be at least somewhat close. Some of my spells that I want to cast to help, I have to be within 30 feet. Just don't touch him. I won't touch him. Um, when do you want to do this? Assuming Gwendolyn will tell us when it's time. Okay. Whenever she wakes up, I guess. Uh, I'm awake before her. That's weird. I feel like I'm usually the last one up. You are the first one awake today. You're here from a little ways off. Our son's just kind of leaning, sitting crisscross in front of a tree, the tree that he was up against last night. And there's just scrap piece, tiny little scrap pieces of hummingbird, hummingbird all <laughs> around in front of him. Oh. Um. Does this mean I'm growing up, you guys? What? <laughs> Does this mean I'm growing up, you guys, since I woke up before everyone else? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. You also went to bed, like, when the sun was still in the sky. <laughs> I was tired. 
Oh you my are... god, I'm getting old! Next <laughs> say you are a teenager. Arsene just this whole time, anything he says, he's not even looking up from Hummingbird. <laughs> Uh, Nixie, I, there is something that I'm gonna need from you. Anything. And I'm gonna whisper in your ear and let you know, I only slept four hours. I'm a bit exhausted. Do you need more sleep? I need to not be exhausted. So go sleep more. Isn't lesser restoration remove exhaustion? Wait, do you actually yeah. have a point of exhaustion? Yeah, because yes. they did not rest for eight hours. You see a much closer nod. Tara, it looks awful. Yeah. One creature you, cured of one disease or condition. And you may or may not smell a little bit of bark on my breath. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nixie, having hugged you, would have definitely smelled that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, not a problem. And, um, and I've already prepared it for your dad, so <laughs> that's a thing. Um, I'm, I'll mark that spell slot off, but since I can't touch him, it's not going to do him any good. So... <laughs> oh, I never said you can't. I never said you can't touch him. No, Tara is saying, saying not to touch him. So I am going to heed her warning. Uh, so Nixie like goes to hug you again, and you just feel like warmth that's like spreads from her arms like down your shoulders and down your arms and down your chest, and like you just get this like feeling like you're almost being like hugged with a warm blanket. And then you just feel like the release of all the fatigue that's in your body as you just feel like you had 12 cups of coffee and feel like you rested all night long. Um, and she just like hugs you for a little bit longer. Thank you. And, and she like keeps hugging you. Almost mm -hmm. to the point that it's, like, awkward that it's almost as much for her as it is for you at this point. <laughs> and she kind of, like, leans back and goes, I'm glad I can be here for you. <laughs> what are you doing? Because all I hear is, like, <laughs> like nails on a yeah, chalkboard yeah, down, yeah, and I'm like, like I'm facing you <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Oops. All I'm hearing no, is like the nails on a chalkboard. No, I'm actually so my resin dice, the ed the corners of them are really sharp, and so I'm using my my knife to actually dull the edges of it. Okay. I was like, I have no I, idea what they're while doing. You and, while you and Tara were talking, I see Max doing this. I go, are you trying to kill somebody? <laughs> Max just goes, no, I'm trying to make it so they don't kill anybody. I go. Pretty sure if you launch that through some kind of something or another, someone's dying today. <laughs> yeah. But, anyway. Yeah. So Nixie kind of like goes back to that crouching position in front of you. Um, 
not much for prayer, but I hope that this is going to go well. I hope that whatever the outcome is, is that it's for the best. And I'm not one for prayer either. In fact, uh, if my family was religious, I'd be pretty pissed off at the gods right now. <laughs> but I made my sisters agree with me that if he lives through this, he gets the say as to what happens with our mother. I feel like that's fair. Um, do you want me to go find Gwendolyn? I'm sure she'll come out when she's ready. Um. At this point, you do hear um, footsteps, quote unquote, as you hear two mechanical. Speaking of? As you see her visage in the doorway. And you also see Holly also next to her as well. Someone's ears must have been ringing. My ears are always on fire. And she kind of like steps out. <laughs> Does that mean you have tinnitus? What? <laughs> tinnitus. <laughs> it's our sense way of saying it. I'm judging your accent right now. <laughs> <laughs> You have tinnitus. Does she have titties? What? In no way are we making fun of those with tinnitus. Yeah, I get that from working too much in the workshop. So what? Oh, she's riding the the mechanical bear, right? No, she she has because Clementine is part of the top part of the cage, the anti magic cage. "Quote unquote." Yeah. You see, she has like these walker sticks that people who can't oh. use their legs, but hers are mechanical, and they're like pressure pumps, like pistons that she uses almost like as, as her legs kind of drag a little bit. Not much. She made them just tall enough to where her feet barely touch the ground. So she's like, if she were to be walking, she'd be walking on her hands. But she uses these machine things that kind of lift her up on a platform, so her knees almost are kind of on a flat metal sheet. Gotcha. So acts as a substitute for walking. She just uses her arms to kind of go about doing it. So is she ripped? Yeah. Paper <laughs> forge work. Yeah. You her, see her weapon when I made her. She used a an orc's wrench as a bludgeoning weapon. So Winry. Uh huh. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, at this point, you see Crowley also catch up to her as well, kind of his arms crossed, looking over, still inside his, you know, golden phoenix armor. Goes and looks up to Flannery. And the whistles at a high pitch. Flannery, wake the fuck up! <laughs> Gwendolyn does that? Yeah. Okay, I thought you said Crowley does that. No, 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 Gwendolyn <laughs> does it. I was just like... <laughs> uh, and he watched as the flan's eyes as it 
moves and stretches almost as if as if it has bones itself to pop, but it it kind of quiver- jelly colored. Yeah. What element is it right now? It's still water. Yeah, it's still in its water-like shape. Oh yeah, is it still raining? No, the rain's gone and past. The sun is out. And goes, Lannery, I got a job for you. Come on down. I think it's time we talk a little bit more. And you watch Flannery's shape. <laughs> into a humanoid shape. What the fuck? As it approaches Gwendolyn. News to me. <laughs> it's a plasmoid from Unearth Arcona. <laughs> you kind of look as Flannery looks down to Gwendolyn to Crowley. I don't recognize the others here. It talks? It only used to do telepathy with Gwendolyn, but now it can speak. It's learned how to speak. The common tongue, that is. (laughs) Nixie's just, like, staring at it, like, trying to figure out where its mouth is. (laughs) It's, like, right here. Right. All the rushing water makes it difficult to see a mouth moving. And you see on the middle of its chest uh, an arcane crystal changing different colors and like reverberating with magic, but its form looks more aqueous. It's hard to see your mouth moving, Flannery. For God's sakes, give me a more solid form. And you watch as the crystal stops on a color of a very dark, earthy tone. And you watch the earth around. I turn and look towards Gwendolyn and I'm just like this is the coolest thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life (laughs) yep I created her she's the best fucking thing I've ever done I cover Arnell's ears once and now you're hypersexual. <laughs> no, she covered his ears because of him her saying that it's the best thing that's ever been like created, created. or whatever and like granted Nixie didn't create RNL but like she still has a really like good bond with him so she was like protecting him from being like offended. Oh, okay. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. How did that go sexual in your mind? Because I'm really curious no, because I didn't no, Gwendolyn said that's the great. She's the, the greatest thing I've ever done, and you immediately no. covered our nose. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused as a player because I was like, "Wait, <laughs> what?" I thought you said it was the greatest fucking thing that I've ever done, and yeah. I thought she was covering our ear, Arnell's ears over. No, <laughs> no. Anyway, was <laughs> in front of the child. Fuck <laughs> and the child. <laughs> Our son covers your ears. <laughs> but yeah, Flannery's form just is now in that kind of stone golem look. Um, there and just kind of gazing at all of you. Um, looks down back at Gwendolyn and to Crowley as well, um, being that they've pretty much Goliath sizes what they shrunk themselves down to. 
can't really shrink them any smaller. No, Elder Flan. Elder Flan. But you see, Gwendolyn goes over there. Think y'all can help us out with that? This form is overbound with magic. I assume you want me to absorb it or utilize it somehow for your experiments. No, I don't want it for my experiments. I want to do enough work with these things. They're too dangerous, and I know as sure as hell that there's no need for anyone to have, especially that many in them. We gotta do something to make sure he lives. What do you believe is a good enough chance to do so? If the magic can be contained, but I fear it is too much even for myself to contain alone. Damn it. I plan on helping. You got more than, you have more than just yourselves. That is what we are here for as well. You kind of see Zeldrius as well, kind of in your mind. I can also take in some of the magic, but there is one problem. We all need to be in sync with each other if we're not too careful. Someone could become a primary absorber and that could be catastrophic if we're not careful. If anyone's concentration is broken. And how do we become in sync with each other? Then whatever we do to start absorbing, we have to follow someone's lead. All right. And I, I said that out loud as well. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure you know in Kiara there. Yeah, you, you kind it of is, see Gwendolyn look towards Crowley. Go get the other two. Is, um... By the way. Are the other two of Crowley's going to go get Inara and Kiara. No, no, um, Bisharisal and, um, Crest. Crest. Are they up and around as well? Not from what you can see, but you do see Gwendolyn go as Crowley walks away. Hey, Crowley! Get Krusty and whatever the hell her name is, too. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing doing this now. Before Kiara and Inara come back, I kind of look at everyone and go, do we think it's a good idea to have Kiara help with the... And she forgets what they're called, the booms in her arm. Yeah, those. (laughs) Or can't get close because she'll add to the circuit. But she wants to be present for this. So she needs to stay back then, yeah? Yeah. That would sure as hell be the safest bet unless we all want to die today. Um, nose goes. Or what? Dying. Oh. It's a so... being for... Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so she can... Or should not join because she has only stones? No. Or just because of her focus? I'm sure enough that you seem smart enough. Do you know what happens when you add wood to a fire? Yes, ma'am. Then you know the answer to that question. Fair. Then should Zeldria stay out too? Technically, you shouldn't be too close either. I can pick mine out. I just 
pull, like, just pull out the one in my left hand. How the fuck? Wait, I don't how? know. Wait, I how? Like, I don't know. Can, I just can. Like, and I, I set it down and I take the other one out too. Stone free. You Was also roll a, d, roll a d20 for me and, add, and uh, make a constitution saving throw. Like, like, cool. like is it, if it's that easy, could you show Kiara how to do that? Uh, come save. Twenty-one. Math is good. <laughs> okay, you do not get three points of exhaustion. <laughs> oh, oh my shit! It was such an immediate cutoff of energy from removing uh, them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I can take it out. But you watch just a lot of <laughs> a lot of the color just vanish from Arsene's face. Mildly nauseous. Very nauseous. <laughs> Sets it down. That looked easy, yet not so easy. That was kind of the first time I've taken them out. Out of character... <laughs> out of out of character joke? But did you die? <laughs> no. They got close. <laughs> what was the DC? Enough. 20? <laughs> Yeah. Well, three points it of exhaustion won't kill you. I'm going like... to take both of them out. I'm just going to make it one big roll and we'll see what happens. <laughs> what did you get? 21? Okay, never mind. Yeah. But three points but of exhaustion don't... won't kill you. It's like six that'll kill you. Right. They do it again a second time. <laughs> Is Arsene exhausted? No. no. Okay. Because I'm 21. They would have gotten three. No, no I, meant, I meant from not getting sleep last night. No, they oh, meditated no. for four hours. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Our, yeah, Arsene only has to meditate for four hours. Son elves. But because Tara's half human, she still has to sleep eight hours. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alright. Are you sure? You look like shit after taking out two. Imagine 48. Yeah, I know. Um, I'll look towards Gwendolyn. And you see her mechanical eyes kind of scanning everywhere else. Um, and like focusing on the bears, the, the bear cage. <laughs> So, question. What? <laughs> Nixie kind of recoils for a second. Um, I was planning on casting spells to help. Do you need a, like, I'm asking, uh, do you need, like, a spell bump or, like, do you need to feel stronger? I'm asking if she wants me to cast enhance ability on her or someone else. <laughs> As you're kind of like trying to say something, she just kind of like you see she stops looking at you, she, what she's like paying attention to, turns around, and you see her mechanical eyes just kind of zoom in a little bit to be like, like as if she's trying to say, get to the fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's asking if you need aid. 
Whatever the hell you can provide is what we're going to need. What ability are you going to use? So, so if I give, if I cast enhance ability on someone, I can choose strength, dex, or con to give them advantage on their checks with it. So, do you point over to Flannery? Go give it to her. She's gonna need focus, right? And then health. Constitution's probably the best one to do. Can damn question, can that be done twice? Like if she does it and I do it? What it's it, it, it doesn't it, stack. You don't get it doesn't you don't double advantage, no. It doesn't stack. Okay. Um so I'll go over to the flannery, like or flan and like tentatively go up to it. They look down towards you. Can, can I like touch you? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm gonna help you. Flannery kind of looks over to Gwendolyn. It's all right, Flannery. It's all right. You'll so. feel like you just had a really warm soup, and I like touch like their arm or something, and like it's it feels like a rock. Oh, oh, it's because it's not plasmoid right now. Okay. I like, put my hand on them and like cast enhance ability and just this like green energy comes radiating out from my hand and I'm boosting their uh, constitution. Cool. That's you it. watch as the, as the crystal glows a bit. You watch as the energy travels through them and they kind of take their hand and, and returns the same spell to you as well. They twinned your spell. Wait, you, like, they copied it? Yeah. Just like your dad. Well, they didn't steal it. It they oh. When she touched Flannery while casting the spell, Flannery used its innate ability called Twin Spell to cast it onto her as well. Because Flannery can do that kind of thing. As an Elder Flan, any spells your... you cast on it, it can, it learns... Mm-hmm. And can reciprocate. You're so cool. I'm not sure I understand, but thank you. <laughs> she thinks you're neat. <laughs> Looks over to Gwendolyn. You've heard me say this shit before, Flannery. Come on. You're smart enough to speak now, and you still don't get the count. Oh, <laughs> That's another lesson for another time, Flannery. Actually, um, kind of readjusts her standing, Oscar. So did he? Did he boost my constitution too? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Uh, I'm gonna n- nauseatingly ask Zeldrius. <laughs> I, I still feel nauseous, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a lot. <laughs> it was. Uh, Bathroom break. One sec. Yeah, go ahead. Ask Zeldrius. So I'm assuming I will probably be safer hoping now. Would you still be... Would you be... And I'm asking this mentally. Mm-hmm. Would you be alright to help? Or should you help? I should help. And you kind of watch as, as Zildjus kind of crosses their arms in the robotic form. Mm-hmm. I need to help. This is not right. 
Wait, no, I can't talk to Zeldrius. That's right. You look to Zeldrius and just Zeldrius is just. So you you were saying this out loud, right? No, I no, was, was trying mentally. to say it mentally. Mentally, uh, you just see me staring at Zeldrius, and, and you go, see the two orbs next to Zeldrius. <laughs> just. Trying to get yourself to think. It's not one I've seen before. Are you okay? I uh, <laughs> pick up the dex stone without without it going into my hand, just like mm-hmm. picking it up. Yep. Can you hear me now? What? All right. <laughs> uh, I'm an idiot, I know. Why is he fondling his balls? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> our son was trying to talk to Zeldrius and forgot that our son can't talk to Zeldrius without the orbs. <laughs> Face foam just picked up an orb. Is this working? <laughs> I just see him just like... <laughs> Wait, okay, when... DM question. When I had talked telepathically to Zeldrius, was that because of an orb? Yes. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. I was going to say I can reach out to them with my mind, but uh, never mind. No. I mean, you can try reaching out to them with your mind because you have that ability to. Zeldrius can still hear everybody, even though. Yeah. 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 It's, okay. Well, I'll. Like, I know that. But. She can hear us, but, like, I I guess I'll try. Like, I'm gonna reach out to Zeldrius with my mind and be like, "Can you speak back to me?" He watches Zeldrius kind of looks for the voice for a second, and the arcane eye kind of opens up. And he watches Zeldrius kind of scans about, and as you kind of like reach out with your mind, you watch as Zeldrius kind of makes a small hand motion. I believe this is how it's done, right? Can I hear Zeldrius? They you can't. just see Nixie go like this, and she's like, yeah, that's exactly how you do it. And, like, she says it out loud and telepathically at the same time. Because <laughs> she's so excited. Oh, cool. Yeah, Zeldrius is one. <laughs> no, Arsene just, you, oh, cool. <laughs> it's a spell that you you can recognize. It looks like Zeldrius has learned how to cast the basic cantrip of message. You're so smart. Do you say that out loud, or...? Yeah. Does the hand motions again? I guess I had to learn somehow. How many times can she cast that? It's a cantrip. It's a cantrip, oh. as much as she wants. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, okay. I have the stone, and I'm asked. I went back through the... You look back over <laughs> to Zeldrius and ask the same question. Yeah. Zeldrius goes... Someone has to be able to. I don't know how many, but there has to be enough to control the flow and absorb whatever there is. I mean, there's a lot of magic there. Even now, and she, and she kind of like points over to some of the trees that were beginning to warp mm. because of how much intense magical energy is in one area. The fact that a rift hasn't opened right here is amazing. And he isn't the cause of it or goes into it. <laughs> but thanks to the runic cage around him is what you would assume through Gwendolyn's genius is causing it not to spread further than what it already is. 
So would having would us having orbs be helpful or non helpful? Think of it as someone trying to pull water from a river to go to their farmland. We need to just direct the flow outward, somewhere else, reduce it. And absorbing it is dangerous, especially to someone being flesh. Me, it does, all it does is just I'm sending it to the others to balance them all out again. And with whatever that is, it seems like it can do something similar to me just without him, which is mm. impressive. And what of Flannery? That's what I mean. They seem oh, to be able to do just that. Oh, to Flannery. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. It would put a lot of strain on your mind and your body, and I don't know if you'll be able to handle it. But us doing it in a chain would it would lessen help would it be easier to have you be the starting like i guess the plugin for it but i forgot but i forgot the word <laughs> not not the plugin the leader but, of it or... yeah the start of the the start of the chain yeah um Zoldrius just kind of looks towards Taro's father and says, I mean, I'm the only one who, at least as far as I'm aware, who can begin that process. But as soon as it channels, it has to go somewhere like a connecting chain. And there cannot be a weakness in the links. And she's kind of like gesturing out different things. And mm-hmm. you see Gwendolyn kind of like leaning back against one of the trees, uh, kind of observing observing this. Mm-hmm. So we're basically being conduits? Yes. We are... Uh, and Arsena's gonna start explaining this mm-hmm. to the group of... in answering your thing. Yeah. We are basically needing to be, like, a... multiple extension cords. Right. All connected. I, I, as the player, understand. Um, I think, like, for Nixie, she just looks at you and goes, well, what about when my magic surges? Do we need to be worried about that? That's... Where Alamantra can help keep you in check. I hope so. At this point, you feel a separate presence next to you, Nixie. Almost like a hand on your shoulder. Hopefully you slept well. I'm here. I'll do what I can. This is my mistake as well. How is it your mistake? I turned a blind eye and could have canceled this whole creation of these blasted things. Wait, you made them? I did not make them. The council did without my knowing. 
Do you know how they ended up here? No. But knowing that they exist here in this world, I cannot stand idly by and watch someone be hurt by them. I just want this to work so bad. I will do what I can, Nixie. But you also have to be strong. Do not let your emotions cloud your abilities. This is for Tara and nothing's gonna stop me. Then keep that in the forefront of your mind. Almost one projectile vomit. With blood. Yeah. <laughs> Just all my blood cough. Um, so for a mechanical standpoint, uh, I was going to cast uh, when we go to do this. I'm going to cast Aura of Vitality, mm-hmm. uh, which centers like I think it centers on me. Yeah, it does. So anything within 30 feet of me re- receives healing energy. Um, I'll have to look up more details about the spell on for like what the healing energy. Or it's 2d6. 2d6 yeah. of healing energy every six seconds. Like, so every, well, every, I guess there's, how many people is there total? There's Gwendolyn, there's Flannery, there's you, there's Arsene, there's Tara, soon to be Inara and Kiara, and then Crowley was around as well. Okay, but who's only who's only involving themselves in the process? Gwendolyn, Tara, myself, Arsene, Zeldrius, Flannery, Flannery, your dad, Inara, and Inara. And Inara. Okay, so eight. So eight times six is forty-eight. So every forty-eight seconds, two d six healing goes out, just cool. automatically. Would the other two help as well? The Sherisal and... Oh, and Crest? Yes. Crest. So, so that's... 10. So it's 60 seconds. So every 60 seconds, 2d6 of healing goes out. Mm-hmm. So just as a DM note. And then yeah. I was also going to cast... Uh, um, I can't do that because it's touch. Uh, I was going to cast Healing Spirit. Um, so let's see. Because uh, Artella Vitality's concentration, healing spirit is also concentration. Never mind. So just just the aura of vitality, which is Got a it. higher level spell. Anyways, um, which I will probably cast at fourth level for three d six. Okay. And I have. I'm gonna use blasts, okay. which I can do on up to three creatures if you cast three, it normally. It says three plus one slash spell level. Yeah, so if you do it at a second level, it'll be four people that you can target with blast and so on. Okay. The higher the level of the spell slot that you use. You're uh, using your sheet, yay! Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. So, are you wanting to cast blast? Yeah, I'm going to... Okay. (laughs) I have a note on here that you wrote down of first level four, second level three, third level three, fourth level two. That's how many spell slots you have. 
Okay. So you can so you can cast either class's spells at those spell slot levels. You just okay. only know certain spells levels from, from your classes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna cast bless at fourth level. Okay, so it's four, five, six, seven. So, yeah, you can target up to seven people. Uh, to put Bless. And Vasharisal and Crest have arrived by this point. Okay. I'm gonna do that for... And that's add 1d4 on every attack. Attack roll or saving. <laughs> you literally went to VR and said... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just my body being my body! Yeah. Um, it's the... It's the method acting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's called immersion. Yeah. As far as where I come from, that's called regurgitation. <laughs> that's called carbonation. Yeah. In oh, my yeah. world, it's too much whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, doing it on her dad. Okay. Uh, Zeldrius. Oh, right. You want ice cream? Sure. Is that enough for? This whole other apartment's not open. Oh, sweet. So Zeldrius. Oh, I just lost you guys. I think. Tara. I missed who uh, you were doing because it, the internet cut out. Her dad, uh, Zeldrius, Tara. Uh, putting it on uh, Gwendolyn. And um, Flannery. Yeah. You and uh, Inara. Okay. Or Nixie and Inara. Okay. So, those seven people have bless. And then I'm also going to assume that Tara has come up to Arsene asking for a boost in con. If, if it's if it, if it's a concentration spell, you can't because bless is con. Yeah, bless is concentration. Yeah. Um, well, I well, I guess I would have done this before. Oh, like you bless right as we're starting this. Well, um, so you can only cast one concentration spell at a time, but it, like enhance ability is not in concentration if you wanted to cast that. Yeah, I was gonna do enhance uh, ability on Tara. And then, as we're starting the link, casting Bless. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna first go up to... I'm gonna have to wait till Nitra gets back. <laughs> um, I was gonna go up to Gwendolyn and talk to her real quick. Real quick, like... 
Nine <laughs> o'clock. I had one of my friends tell me that I had a southern accent. I about died laughing. It's like I've been in Dallas for two weeks, three weeks. Like, uh-uh. No way. Only specific words and depends on who you're talking to is my guess. I, I mean, I don't even say y'all. I had a friend in college who was born and raised in Tennessee, but she moved kind of all over and she's a military brat. Mm-hmm. And she was like proud of the fact that her accent was gone. And I look at her and I just go, what's your, flavor, what's your favorite flower? in the northwest married a southern woman he has he lives in north carolina he does his best to like he does not have a southern accent at all after living there for years for like 20 something years and he he has like made sure that he doesn't have a southern accent for his kids because North Carolina, Wilmington, is like small town. Everybody knows and is somehow related to everybody. <laughs> and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hist- it's a historical town, and it's it's not like a oh you're my cousin. It's more of a I know so and so who is related to you. I'm best friends with so-and-so, who is your second, third, eighth cousin twice removed. (laughs) And... But he... His kids have accents. But he wants them to know that there's people outside of... Like, there are people who do not have southern accents. Mm -hmm. And it's a cultural thing that he wants them to be alright with traveling and not be surprised when they go elsewhere that doesn't have southern accents. Like, <laughs> we were in, um... But it's the cool thing to have southern accents right now. Apparently. <laughs> we were in Arizona for a family reunion. And it was hilarious because Bailey and I were hanging out at the park playing in the, playing in the sand. And my mom and Aunt Brandy are talking on the bench, and I hear my mother say, call Bailey over and say, Bailey! And Bailey goes over to her mother, and my mom just busts up laughing because she thinks it's her mom, and I know full well it's my mother. What I think is funny is giving my mom crap because she'll... she'll what? My mom. I didn't say it like that. Yes, um, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I didn't. Okay. Uh, so, my mom will say stuff like uh, sill, like window sill, but she'll say it like sill. Like, I don't know. She says it so weird. I can't even replicate it, but she, she says it differently and it's hilarious because she hasn't lived in anywhere but Oregon 
for her entire life pretty much and so when she says random stuff weird we'll give her so much shit about it like she says door weird too she'll say like door door yeah like she'll put an accent on like one of the o's door and i'm like what what is that (laughs) where'd that come from i've lived in washington pretty much my entire life same and i I am a sponge. I pick up accents super easy. Oh, I can replicate accents if I want to. Yeah, but no, I'll be talking to someone. Like when I worked at Archery World, I would talk to rednecks a lot. And I had to make sure I didn't slip full into a redneck accent. Hey, you listen up here right now. This is real good. You see your random mirror and say, Ring me. You're going to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> God damn it, Tank. I'm trying to rehear this old vintage Camaros and I have to start the whole damn page over again. From a boomer's perspective. <laughs> anyway, you were going to go talk to Gwendolyn. Yes. And I'm starting Bloss as, like, when we're about to start it. Got it. I'm asking Gwendolyn if I can talk to him first, um, so that I can inform him about what's happening. Worst case scenario, I explode, and that's one less person you have to worry about. Tara! <laughs> It's true. <laughs> you hear that in stereo from both of us. <laughs> you kind of see, <laughs> you also see uh, Inar and Kiara also walk out as well at this point. When one goes, make it quick. And I'll ask you for an enhanced constitution. Clem- you have it. Clementine, Dahlia. <laughs> yeah. Magnolia, Rosemary, Dahlia, Clementine, change form. And you watch as the cage begins to... And almost as they form almost like these chains as they switch shape. And implant themselves into the ground, just holding him there up aloft, still like he was in the bed. But this time, you also watch as these large pistons... Like almost raise up, and then you watch this almost like like very large nail shoot into the earth. And hear something lock as you watch as they pull him down. What exactly are these things again? Bears. They're machines that they are transformers put- in the shape of bears. Thank you. I could not remember what they were, and I was just like, "Wait, what is happening right now?" They are transformers. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. The the class that I had based Gwendolyn off of was a combination of a fighter and a druid, but instead of animal wild shape, her bear transformed at level up to stuff that can fly, stuff that can swim, you know, stuff like that. So Clementine's a U-boat. <laughs> Clementine's also a helicopter. <laughs> and Clementine is a car. She was literally an artificer before artificer was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. 
Mm-hmm. I had to homebrew this shit. It was not easy. Mm-hmm. Custom classes never are. But she wanted to do it. I go, this looks like fun. I want to see this. This looks like fun. <laughs> and um, go. <laughs> and I'll go up to him. Mm-hmm. And like I did before, lock, lock pinkies. Mm-hmm. Just save everything, please. I get advantage. Is that mm-hmm. how that works? Yeah. You get... Advantage on checks with one stat. Oh, so not saving throw? No, it has to be a check. Yeah, sorry. 15? Give secondary benefits. 15? You interlock pinkies with them. He's a little bit colder, but... You feel your mind begin to slip a little bit, but you shrug off whatever the effect is that was going to affect you before. And he's just there. I see him. Mm-hmm. In his mind? No, you are not in his mind. God damn it. Ooh. You also gain 2d6 temporary effects. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um... I'll let you roll for that. So I can't enter his mind like I did before? What was the secondary benefit? Uh, for constitution, is you also gain 2d6 temporary hit points, but you're locked up when this all ends. That was enhanced ability, right? Yeah. You don't lose the consciousness like last time, but you do feel a connection. I need to be able to talk to him, though. Give it a shot. I was trying to go into his mind. You failed the check. How do you fail it? Like you have to roll. You have to go you, above a certain value. You have to. You have to oh. fail the check. Oh, in order, to do in order to do it, because that's what happened last time. You failed it, and that's what got you into his oh, mind. Even, even if I willed myself to. Were you intending to fail it on purpose? I was intending to go into his mind, whatever that took. Make a intelligence check really quick for me. Five. You're not sure how it works, but I'll go ahead and say that you, again, slowly... It takes a little longer than it was instantaneous last time, but it takes a little longer as you slowly kind of close your eyes and focus. You hear that reverberating voice out in a a cacophony of echoes of his voice, just... And you see his shape once more. Daddy, I'm here. Where are we? We we moved locations to get you to a safer place. We're doing what we can to get... You can feel the things inside of you, can't you? Yes. We're doing what we can to get them out of you. That's why we brought you to a different place. I need you to do something for me. What? A friend of mine who has a couple of them, he's able to will 
himself to release them from his body and take them out himself. You're in no position to do that because you have a lot of them in you. But I think this process will be easier if you will your conscious mind to want them out of you. I think part of you is holding on to them for to protect yourself. But in fact, they're hurting you. Daddy? He's kind of like looking around. Something happened to me after I left home. And much like you, I grew reliant on alcohol. I thought that it was helping me, but it wasn't. And something that a friend of mine told me is that I thought that I was taking it because I needed courage. But courage can only exist if it's already inside of you. And that helped me to stop. I've been sober for weeks. First time in years. And Well, all that's to say is that the human will is much stronger than we could ever give it credit for. And I know that you're strong enough. You just need to believe that for yourself as well. Know that you don't need these to be strong. It's already inside of you. I don't know. I, I have failed all of you already. No. You haven't. We are all still here. We are still strong. And it's partially because of you. We all came back for you. But why? I failed you all so far. I even turned you to the bottle. You didn't turn me to the bottle. Circumstances did. I was looking for a way to escape. I was looking for a way to become a different person and gain courage. It was the wrong way to do that, and I recognize that now. Just as much as you do for yourself, am I right? Kim nods his head. Well, persuasion check for me. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. He seems a little lost in thought. yourself that you don't need them over and over again. You don't need the magic. That you are strong on your own. And this process is not going to be painless. It may hurt, but you don't need the magic to protect you from the pain. You are strong on your own. You put up with mom's bullshit for years without magic. You put up with my bullshit for years. Like when I broke your table. <laughs> By flipping Inara on top of it. And you watch as you mention that in the darkness, almost like a spotlight, the memory <laughs> seeing the sister flipped into the table by you, snapping it right in half, seeing his reaction of just utter shock and disbelief as it fades into black. I was so astonished at that. That he wanted that you even did that, and two, that that table was not as strong as I thought it was. You <laughs> were still learning. I suppose everyone has to learn somehow. That's part of being human. That's the most wonderful part of being human. I know you never really heard very much of that. When we were growing up. And you can feel like he's looking towards you and almost, although he sees right through you. Yeah, he doesn't see me. He doesn't see you, but it looks like he's trying to look for you. I am proud to be your daughter. I need you to hear that and to believe me. And I know that you're going to do the right thing. All right. I'll be right here. Even if you can't see me, just feel my heart right here with you. Kind of like breathes in. I don't need it. I don't need these things. Good job. Keep going. You kind of watch as Tara's there. He kind of like repeats it to himself over and over. And I will slowly back out of his mind. Mm-hmm. 
and to take a step back. Your head kind of rings a little bit. And I'll look over at Gwendolyn and say, he's ready. And I've I've told her that Zaltrius needs to be first. Well, you heard him. Let's stop this bitch. Get that clunker and stop doing it. I'll be right over here with Flannery. Does Zeldrius need to put the orbs in the bag? Hmm? Does Zeldrius need to put the orbs in the bag? The For... one, the ones that she already has. No. What the fuck? What? What, what is that? <laughs> cookie? Oh. oh. <laughs> I crumpled a cookie on top of my ice cream. I was like, what the hell kind of brown cocaine did you just put on your ice cream? Uh, Girl Scout cookie. Eat your dirt. <laughs> eat your dirt, yeah. Uh, it's called Shut Girl Scouts. <laughs> Shut up and eat your dirt. Uh, so I'm... I'm... I've let go of him, by the way. Yeah. I'm stepping back yeah. again. And I... Enhanceability is a concentration spell. So once you were done with that, I dropped that. And, and cast plus. Yeah, yeah to said people. Um, and I'm not casting Aura of Vitality because I didn't realize that its ability is concentration. Yep, both are, both are concentration. Yeah, it's I somehow cool. missed that on Enhanceability, which kind of makes me mad, but <laughs> such is life of a spellcaster. Yep. Although I could have done bless because that would have helped it was more help. I didn't mm. know. I, yeah, didn't realize but there goes one spell <laughs> spell slot that's all right sorry but no that that's fine that's also on me uh so zaldrius is first does so is zaldrius taking them out or what so the process is is that there has essentially to shorten it yeah the process has to be someone has to be drawing the excess magic away mm-hmm. so Zeldris can get close to punch them out of him. Okay. And so Meanwhile, are we link chaining the inner... to have Flannery at the front or Flannery at the end? Front. At the front because Flannery okay. can take the most brunt of it and then spread it out and chain it like a chain lightning. Okay. So we but, just have to be open to receiving the magic. Yeah, you have to be open. If you're not and one of your concentrations breaks, the whole link gets disrupted. <clears throat> and who knows what will happen. It won't right. require me to take the energy, will it? Well, if you choose not to. I, I'm not... I don't have a magical bone in my body. I feel like it wouldn't be helpful. So would you... If you do decide to join, would you want to be at the end of it? Receiving the least amount because yeah. it's like a wave. Someone's taking the hit, and that's mainly Flannery. Mm-hmm. Being you have a being made of mostly magic can take it and not feel it. Is Kara part of this too? Kiara is not. You told not Kiara. Kiara. Kara. 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 She's just kind of there at the side, like ready to inspire anyone if they need it. Okay. She's a bard. Yeah. Crowley is also there as well, kind of kneeling and praying, as well as Sarah, kind of 
offering her assistance to. So you have enough people there mm -hmm. to form enough of a link where the magic's going to be low. I, yeah, I feel like because I'm not magical, I would be the least helpful because I don't okay. know how to handle the magic. Okay. So I have the highest likelihood of breaking concentration. So it's going to go Flannery, whoever is next. Because I'm figuring out who. It's probably, it's probably so going to go Flannery. Flannery. Probably Grasp, because she's probably the next one, because she's the old Archmage. Then into the castle. Into probably Inara. Is do we think Inara is stronger than us? Inara is what is she a paladin? She is a, cleric? a fighter cleric combo. Okay. No, she's a paladin. She smited before, so yeah, she's a paladin fighter combo. Yeah. So her type of magic is more divine in nature. So um, not our. I guess what I'm asking as a player is, do we feel that Inara is higher level than us? No. She's probably at your level. Yeah. She's okay. Probably our level. In combination of levels, you yeah. You probably would be more used to um, the arcane type magic than she would be. So. So do we want me to go next? Well, I was wondering if I should go next since I'm familiar with the type of magic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's up to I've, you guys to decide. Yeah. yeah. You, you Nixie, Inara. Okay. And then I'm not blessing myself, but I am blessing Nixie and Inara. Why and then, once you bless yourself, you can bless up a lot of people. Yes, I can. I'm not blessing myself for our son reasons. Okay. Our son is being our son. No, that's fine. I just figured I'd ask. Heroic oh idiot. God, that chihuahua almost looks like a bunny oh under pillows. Yeah. Uh, is anyone <laughs> after Inara? Um, unless you want either Kara or Sarah to also add into the link as well, they can. Okay. Do we think the DC? What is, what is the more Sarah? people you add, the more the more lower the DC essentially gets. Mm -hmm. It's up to Kara whether or not she wants to add to the link. Or, and Sarah both. I don't remember if Kara is really much of a, I'll help. I feel like she was more of a, it's opportunistic. That one. If she's, if she's She'll able provide, to, yeah. if she's able to provide magical help surrounding the area, mm -hmm. that's probably the best way to go about it. Same uh, with Sarah then. I didn't even know she knew magic. She's an enchantress. I didn't know. <laughs> so... up to them. I just don't want Kiara in the mix. There's also Evan and Septimus as well, if you ask them. And why the fuck is Evan not joining this? No like, one asked him to. Alright, Evan uh, is after... I guess, Evan I guess, is a powerful sorcerer. Like, yeah. Like, why is he You see, You just see um, Gwendolyn. <laughs> you see Septimus and Evan out in the doorway, and you just see Gwendolyn just go, Evan, I'm gonna tell you this once. Get your stupid ass out here. You're just as mad as all the rest of these fucks. Get over here! You just see Evan and go. <clears throat> you still want to work and have a nice place to have your shop, Evan? Consider that. Ugh. You don't have to do that to me. 
Gwendolyn. I mean, I've supported your adventures for all this time. Yeah, now who's supporting who? I think having him on the end would be really, really smart. Okay. Cool. We've got our order of people. I, I literally am thinking of like circuitry right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really how it is. <laughs> Not me as a player talking, because Tara has got like an intelligence of 10. <laughs> what is my intelligence? Oh, 13. I got plus one. That's nice. You're smarter than the average So, builder. So wait, <laughs> I have a higher intelligence than Tara? Than a fifth grader? Are you smarter what? than a book bear? Actually, it's more like, are you smarter than Cobble? What did you say? I have a 19 intelligence. You are brilliant somehow. How? <laughs> because I took the telepathy feat. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I got a bump up on my intelligence. You have to have big galaxy brains. You just very I have 20 on my intelligence. Yeah, I, I have one of the group. 13 strength, 14 dex, 17 con, 19 intelligence, and charisma and wisdom are maxed. That'll work. Anyway, yeah. so my, my my wisdom is twenty. My dex is twenty. I think. Oh. Yeah. All right, Flannery. You know how this goes. Let's see if we can make sure that this goes as well as it can. As far as I'm concerned, we've got enough that it should be able to work. But I ain't one for praying. But Crowley, you might as well do us a favor. <clears throat> the Phoenix King will guide us. I'm sure of it. Well, he sure as hell come in handy before in the past. I don't see why not now. Where is Zeldrius putting the orbs? If you're going to ha- Zeldrius doesn't really have a plan for that. They're just going to set them down. Okay. <laughs> Unless they have something to put it into while they're doing this. Okay. Uh, you're going back. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> Excuse me. Dumping out my bag of holding and all, all the scrap are- metal. <laughs> But leaving the legs in there. Oh, yeah, the legs. <laughs> legs and hands. No, Kiara's legs. Yeah, Kiara's, no, <laughs> Kiara's legs and Arsene's hands fall out with everything else. I'm assuming you're putting the legs back in. Yeah. <laughs> legs go back in. Kiara just kind of looks and just, just goes, I'm dead. You'll get better ones. Ros- Rosalind's making you new ones. That weird. don't electrocute you. It just feel we're not walking. You can walk on your nubs. Five days. Five days. She kind of like gives you a walk. <laughs> you got five days of being a backpack. How about that? I guess it's better than having to walk. I guess being carried isn't so bad. No, you're fine. And it's better than being electrocuted, so. I guess that's also fair. <laughs> I guess I do like not hurting. Yeah. It's a nice perk. <laughs> uh, I also ask uh, Gwendolyn if she has any spare oil cloths or spare scrap cloth. She like opens up a bag that's just flush with them. Cool. Zeltrius might need those for so that they don't touch each other. They got metal hands. Doesn't doesn't look like it affects them. So no, the in the bag, so that the orbs don't touch each other. It's a bag of holding, isn't it? Yeah. 
Works fine for me before. We'll see why now. Just throwing them straight in there. Eventually. All right. That's how we transferred a bunch of room from Rock Land before. Carry in there. Curiosity. <laughs> About enough to. Just kind of like thinks for a second as her mechanical eyes kind of move and shift like as if it's in REM sleep. Probably enough to fill about three of him. Dang. And the bag didn't explode? No. Didn't think about that. <laughs> we just put it in because we had to go. Good to know it can carry that many. Yep. Well, we don't know how many it can carry. As far as we knew, it could carry as much as whatever the item does. Well, the fact that you carried three times the amount that my father's got tells me that the magic of the bag is strong enough to hold it. Generally, if it was made by a good enchanter, it should be fine. <laughs> Look at the bag. Heavily inspected bag. <laughs> <laughs> like, this was made by Professor Brown. <laughs> you see Professor Brown's seal on it, but... <laughs> you better pray. Um, <laughs> on, a, on a side note, my gypsy family had one, and we could put a ton of stuff in it. Except for when someone got drunk and tore the damn thing, and then all the contents spilled everywhere. So don't rip it! <laughs> oh, it falls out if it rips? Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. That's not what we were talking about before. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we were talking about destroy the pocket dimension. <laughs> Anyways, Zeldrius has the bag. I'm in line. You watch as the bag just... <sighs> Alright, it's Aldrius. You watch as Aldrius kind of... The arcane eye kind of goes away for a second, and the two gems inside of Zeldrius' eyes kind of flicker, and you watch as the bag just... You see the spectral hand. And carries it next to Zeldrius. Cool. Okay. I thought it was that if the bag of holding was ripped, the pocket dimension would disappear, but things would still remain in the pocket dimension. You just couldn't access it anymore. I'll look it up. I think it's that they fall, the contents fall out. Yeah, the contents all fall out. It's not that way. That's a different, like if you had a bag of devouring, that's a different story. Because the bag will just eat whatever you put into it, and you will not get access to it. How do we gain a bag of devouring? It's a cursed item. <laughs> you have to come across it. <laughs> or someone's a dick and just goes, do you have a bag that just eats things? I want to give it to somebody. <laughs> it's a mimic. <laughs> I, I, I want to play a prank on someone that has all yeah. their shit start randomly disappearing. Yeah. That's an expensive prank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alright, what are we rolling for things? Well. I'm over by Kiara, mm -hmm. ready to hold her back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like she's going to go anywhere very fast. Yeah, not generally. No. Well, her, movement's, her movement's not zero, but she has three quarters movement. Ooh. So she roughly has about ten feet of movement. I'm still standing by her. It's a very far lunge. I can run a hundred. You can run feet. circles around here I for days. I can run hundred and five feet in six seconds, and that's not like spending the time to dash. Yeah. Or spending key points. So, I can be a hundred feet back and be fine. I'm assuming she's not that far. <laughs> no, she's probably only 60, 70 feet back. Because Gwendolyn's just taking precaution. Yeah. You see Gwendolyn take her goggles and kind of like. 
knock on the Flannery. All right, Flannery, time to get it done. Cut it off. Her inventions are like some of the only things that she says correctly with their names. Oh. It took fucking forever for her to for Crowley. Yeah. You watch as Flannery steps up. You watch as their form and color changes again, and you watch as the body it's con- like the rocks get consumed by a bright fire. As you watch as the magic around Flannery begins to almost looks like it begins to start to dissipate their own form, but Flannery kind of focuses more on the fire begins to turn to ice and then electricity into water as it almost goes like a ripple down their arms as they're taking different elements as the magic continues to swirl and crackle. And for the first time, you watch and see Tara's, Tara Inar and Kiara's father's eyes <laughs> open, and you see these lights just out of his eyes and out of his mouth. And you hear just this agonizing yell erupting out of him as the magic, and watch as it goes from Flannery <laughs> over into. Um, Crest, who has her staff from the ground, he watches Crest ah! Ah! and sends it off towards Vesherisal, who uses her orb and catches it into it as she's focusing. You see that the crystal ball itself is off into the next, which was. Uh, after Vesherisal is me, then Nixie. I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. Constitution? Yeah. With right. advantage. You cast enhanced ability on yourself, didn't you? No, nope, that was on Tara. Yeah. And also it's it doesn't check. work it doesn't work on saving throws, it's on checks only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a 1d4 uh on saving throws and <clears throat> for bless. Flannery crest the Shara. <laughs> Arsene then it was Nixie 26 oh, 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 wow nice Nixie. it rolled a 19 oh that was close to a 2 <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, no. one. Uh, oh, one. it was so it was Flannery, Kress, Vesherisal Arsene, Nixie, Inara Evan. and then Evan is the last Evan's gonna ground it if you can yeah Nixie, your turn. Save, go. Oh, plus and I and Tides. Tides of chaos, okay. Uh, not good. I rolled a three and a four. Constitution plus a d4 for bless. Nine. Holy shit. You watch as Arsene, you, the power is a, is a little bit less, but it's... I have my staff as well. Yeah, your staff is, you're kind of using it as the focus. As you feel the rush of energy from that came from the Sherisal, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. 
it almost feels like it's too much. You almost can feel your mind breaking. You send it off to Nixie. As Nixie catches onto it, you watch as her form... The magic begins to slowly swirl around Nixie. And almost as if the magic that was surrounding her father is alive, just clawing its way, trying to break into Nixie. And you can watch Nixie slowly shifting as if she's giving into it. You watch her eyes open wide as she's like almost wanting to let out a scream as you watch. As Alamandra yeah. rolled a natural 20. Ah, and, and oh my god. And, and, and Alamandra took over Nixie's body. And so, Nixie, you feel your consciousness fade, but you can see Alamandra next to you just holding on to it. Just rest. I can hold on to it longer than you can. Does her just, voice sound different when it comes out of my mouth? It, yeah, it's, it's Alamandra's voice comes out of you. And she kind of looks towards you, Arsene. Don't lose focus. To Evan. <laughs> to Evan. He watches Evan just... Heckin' lightning bending. And he watches, he like, almost grabs something as if it's like a wheel and turns it and you watch as a portal opens that's all the different energy of lightning into fire into ice he's shooting it into some strange portal did he just dimension door the freaking magic he's Something similar. Something similar. It looks like, and you can see beyond, like just behind the portal door, there's like this strange contraption that is co- collecting it on the other side. And you, yeah, it's like you watch as all the magic surrounding your father fades, and he watches Zeldrius's. <laughs> <laughs> He's back now. Yeah. yeah. Kiara is just wanting to go because the sound of the, the sound of agony your father is in is unbearable. And Kiara just goes, I have to help him. Let me go. And he watches Zeldrius. <laughs> Brrr, as one comes out. Zeldrius. So one down. One? How long is this going to be for all 48? It's 9.30. Don't you worry. Slowly as time is passing by, as Zeldrius gets about to be the halfway point, you watch your father's head just turn, look to Zeldrius. Daddy! And... You can see an, another, the other side of his eye is a different color. And you can see inside the middle of it, that same symbol on his side. You are not taking this from me. As um, I, I look at, I look at Kiara and I go, you stay right here. And I like, I have this like 
almost fire in my eyes. Like, mm. stay here. Oh, divination check with advantage. RNL still by. Um, intimidation. Oh, yeah. RNL is still doing her thing. Mm. Twelve. <laughs> oh, she failed hers. So it's okay. Um, but you can see that a, an arcane shot's about to blast Zeldrius, and you can see everyone else is just. And Vachero Saul's like. I will sprint. I won't touch him, but I'll sprint. Mm-hmm. Spend a key point if I need to. You'll get to him quickly. I want to get there in under six seconds. <laughs> okay, you can, yeah. Um, and get, like, right up within, like, uh, at five foot from him. Mm-hmm. And just be like, Daddy, fight it. You don't need this. Remember, you don't need it. And you watch as you you hear his voice. You will not control me. As just as you watch as this prismatic ray shoots off. Yeah, it was gonna blast. Rainbow. (laughs) You see this chromatic energy blast just through the trees, and. You can hear again that this strange voice. You fool! You will follow my commands! You are my vessel! He belongs to no one, especially not to you. He watches the eye. And what do you know? My return will be here! And he watches the other stones. And he watches his body just freeze. And he's like crying in pain. Can I? Can I use? Like, does he? Does he look like he's taken damage? You you have to focus. You might not be able to cast anything. Yeah, but it's already past me, at this point. You're you're part of the link now. You oh, do anything okay. else, you break the link. Okay, you gotcha. Take the okay, never mind then. He is wait, even if it's of... wait, but if it's uh, if it's a. Uh, no action thing I could do it innately if it's an innate thing then yes you could do it if he's taken damage I want to use my balm on the summer court to heal him yeah you see Alamandra go I can't do anything to stop whatever he's doing can you do anything and you see like me transpose from her and just like reach my hands out and like this ghostly visage like in front uh, in front and cast uh do you use Balm of the Summer Court? How bad does he look? Make a medicine check. As this is happening, I yell at Zoltrius. 13. Going. Mm-hmm. 13? Mm-hmm. He's taking some damage, and it looks like whatever is fighting him is fighting him inside his mind. Okay. And it looks like he's maintaining his ability, but you don't know how long it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to do three die six. Okay. Possession considered like a curse. In essence, depending on what the what the spell is that causes it. Ooh, that was real good. Not all possessions are curses. Takes thirteen points of healing. Okay. Will be the only thing I know how. I'm gonna take the beads and um and go up to his head and pre- and press it on his forehead and use greater restoration from the beads. Roll a d20 for me. That's the only thing I know how. 16. Okay. 
<laughs> you watch as you say that to him and kind of put it on his forehead and you watch and you also see this your sash as well. As this bright light kind of Jade's form on the hands again. Yeah. As you do so, you watch as his eye, the symbol in his eye clears, and you just hear you will not hold me! And you can feel now this struggle as your eyes <sighs> as you now see a shadowy figure. I need you to roll initiative for me. Oh! Am I in his mind? You're fighting inside your father's mind now against Belkosbadon's spirit. Oh, shit. Okay. He does not appreciate you taking away his prize. Okay. That's my daddy! I don't have any of my stuff on me, do I? You have, the stuff goes with you. It's like, it's, it's whatever you can it's have like in your mind. Oh. <laughs> wow. It's a nat 20. Nice! So, total of 25. And it's not like Tara really needs anything other than her boots and her fists anyways. True. I just want to see. Okay, no. The I was seeing if the if the sash gave me anything adv- uh, added to initiative. It doesn't. No. Okay. It's only so powerful. It's not fully awakened yet. <laughs> I'm fully completely awakened. immune to fear, though. Do you yeah, get you to add, do you get to add bless to your initiative? I don't. I didn't get blessed. Oh. Okay. I wasn't part of the link, so I didn't get blessed. I didn't know if that worked that way anyways. I was just mostly asking. Mm-hmm. Okay, my person oh, is... Yeah. Oh, what do you think? That one or this one? Oh, I need to see them closer. This one. The red one. The red one? Yeah. Your father is also here too, but he's over here. Well, because the Don is focused on me, right? As far as you can tell, he is focused on you because you are in his way. But you see that your father is like coated in electrical energy, kind of just like on his knees, just looking up and seeing well, Cosmodon's visage. I'm glowing radiant light. Can my father see me? He can see the light. You can see see his eyes just looking just... (sighs) And then looking over, you can see the pure darkness that you can see Volkazodon's shape. As the darkness disperses, you see an individual clad in gold and red robes. Long, golden hair. And you can see the similar orbs inside of him. Uh, what fool disrupts my transformation? He is not yours for the taking. You will release him. <laughs> Over your dead body, I will. Let's dance. So you go first. I am rushing up to him between and 
I'm wailing into this guy. <sighs> okay. I get three attacks. Mm-hmm. Are you activating your sash too? My, it was already activated. Oh, it was already activated? Okay. Um, eight plus 17 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Okay. Not adjusted, actually. Good to know. 17 is the DC. <sighs> okay. I was not prepared. I will figure this shit out. Um, the eight plus two d six. Nineteen damage. Nice. Constitution save. Or, yeah, Constitution. Uh, eighteen. Close. All right, I'm gonna hit him again. Okay. Key point. Not not seventeen. So yeah. Yeah. Um. Thirteen damage. Nice. Another con save. So that'd be twenty-two. Damn it. Okay. Right, thirty-two. Okay, and then the third attack. Oh no 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 no! I meant for damage. For damage. Yes. Uh, it was nineteen and then thirteen. Yes. Thirty-two. Okay. Uh, for your second con save, okay. you use a legendary resistance to pass it. Sick. Um, and then I hit again for another nat 17. Yep, that'll hit. Um, Eleven damage. Nice. Another con save. Are you trying to stun him? Yes. No, that's... Holy shitty, that's a three plus four. So he'll spend his second legendary resistance to pass. Fuck yeah, he will. All right, I'm going to spend another key point to do flurry of blows to him two more times. Okay. I'm spending a lot in this first go, but he already burned through two legendary resistances. Oh. <laughs> another nat 17. You're just fucking going to town. Eighteen damage. Nice. Another con save. Hit him quick. Get out fast. The con save. Uh, seventeen. That's the AC. Um. Okay. Last hit. Seventeen to hit. Exactly hits. Twenty damage. Last one. Con save. I'm trying. I'm trying. You still have all those temp. Eighteen. Oh, we yeah. know you don't. Mm-mm. The temp. No, I still, I still have all the temp hit points. I'm not worried about that. I'm trying to. For well, he has legendary resistances, so I'm trying to one burn those, and two, if I stun him, he doesn't get anything. He doesn't get any. Nothing at all. Yeah. Is one round, eighty-one points of damage. <laughs> Most of which is pretty yummy, is he? he? He doesn't seem to be too. He's so. How does Tara do this to him? I almost go into a rage, but I'm not a barbarian. Yeah. And I'm wailing on him. 
wailing on them as hard as I can go for crack crack in the ribs crack in the collarbone right on the side of the neck right mm-hmm. in the middle of the forehead mm-hmm. and push his nose into his brain and right in the kneecap mm-hmm. as well as you rush forward it seems like these the two sides of just a complete dark energy and one shining and radiant light clashing it out as you as Tara you go and spin and Whack into the leg, you watch as he into the side, into his into his neck. The energy. You will pay for your transgressions. Yeah, as he's like, as you, yeah, as you do that after the first three, as he begins to speak. Sentinel, bitch. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll the attack. Uh, that moved. I don't remember what the number was. It was an eight. Was it? Because yeah. it like was flopping back and forth, and go I ahead and grabbed it. I'm sorry. Like I grabbed it when it was still. Moving. I mean, it's just it's it's a lot of stuff. Ah! I miss. As you go to swing, you watch his form <laughs> flicker. <laughs> I'd like to see you try to get past this. You watch the, as you see three of the orbs, two on his left, one on his right. And you watch as you feel a change in this space. As you watch as he surrounds himself into like a, almost like a pained glass ball I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Natural 20 for a total of 29. Very nice. Nice. You'll take half damage. I will take no damage. I have evasion. You do. You watch. (laughs) Monks. You watch as all this energy collecting from him as this, what seems like a small, small spark as a large crackle of lightning just erupts out of his hand. And just waiting, you can hear uh, your father calling out, Tara, be careful! And and just hearing his plea, you... And just otter roll in the air as the bolts just... Go around you. Was that supposed to hurt? It's just mockery. (laughs) Uh, roll a d20 for me and add uh, your charisma. <laughs> wow, 19? <laughs> not 18. You're a natural 20 for his, so. Yeah. He's not taunted by you, but. At least know. he got that out of the way. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, he could have failed and used a legendary resistance. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really going to do much for that. It was I just going to, yeah. Um, at this point at this point as well as this is happening you see Zoldrius is starting to quick go a little bit faster trying to do this but you can see your dad's taking more damage as more of these things are coming out you can see that he's just getting weaker but he's still fine as far as HP is concerned uh, it is your turn again 
at the start of your turn, he'll use one of his legendary actions. Uh, I need you to go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me. Natural 20 for 21. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you watch as he just goes, how about you go ahead and do everyone a favor and bow to your master as you feel just this overwhelming gravity just <laughs> try to force you to your knees as you... So the, the area around you is difficult to write now, but you do not... <laughs> I'm a monk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's difficult to write, you don't take any damage because you... Well, not only dex saves. <laughs> so you'll, you'll take half. You'll take half damage from this, which is if good. If it's a deck save, I take. It was con. Am I even a deck save? I take none. <laughs> Points of force damage. So Eleven for half. Yes. Um, but you can feel the gravity just increase to an exponential amount, but you're still standing, fighting against it. Like, you can almost feel your bones wanting to force themselves out of you from the sheer amount of gravity, but you're standing tall as the force continues to push down on you, having you refusing to yield. You can watch as he's focusing. It is now your turn. I am my own master, and I rush up to him. Mm -hmm. You see Come the on. you see the barrier in front of him. So go ahead and roll an attack. Probably not fourteen. No. Worse. Natural nineteen. That will hit for twenty-seven. Mm -hmm. On the barrier. Yep. Twenty-five points of damage. Yeah, nice. You watch as your first hit, <laughs> and you watch as he just kind of smirks. <laughs> Is that supposed to hurt? As you just kind of <laughs> and as you strike, you watch as some of the barrier. <laughs> what? <laughs> Face strange. <laughs> Oh, am I scaring you? Where it blows. <laughs> Not 18. Go ahead. For 26. Nineteen points of damage. Nice. Are you still up? It's close. Fuck it. As you go to strike the barrier at the weak point you created, you watch as this form kind of sh shrouds it in magic to almost reinforce it. You keep it from breaking. Yes. It's your captain's presence. He watches uh, two of the arms in his hands, kind of uh, one in each hand, glow. Maybe this needs to be more personal touch. Did he teleport? Did yeah, he, he teleported. He's still on the board? Yeah. 
<laughs> Let's see if you can make the right choice. Can you see your father? As Mokazvodan <laughs> and your father, see if he can react in time. Natural 20 on him. Good job, You bud. watch as he's kind of just beaten, just... <sighs> as he's screaming in pain as Lakazodon just quit fighting! So Lakazodon's focused on trying to take him out. On the outside, does does he scream in pain on the outside? Yeah, you can actually now see more electricity beginning to like start to burn him. I'm gonna use the last four of my balm of the sword court for him. Nice. Uh, nine, ten, hey, y'all, it's a sultry Hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen points of healing. That'll help. And you can see this as well, Tara, from your position as well. Cosmodon teleports away from you and the energy beginning to burn and scar your father, you see almost a shadow of Nixie reaching out as you see this glow healing his wounds as he begins to stand. I don't need this magic to be happy! And that's the end of Cosmodon's turn. I, if I was first level in Barbarian, it would be now and go into a rage. <laughs> Can someone magically do that? I don't know. I think I'm just barely able to get right in front of them. Yeah. With difficult terrain or Yeah. Okay. And I'm pummeling this motherfucker. So, tackle with the barrier first. That'll hit it. Seventeen. How do you break the barrier? <laughs> I'm going for the weak point and gonna use that force to grab his neck. Okay. As I go through it. <laughs> so you have him by the neck, but he's still channeling on the energy as the yeah. As they're both, they're fighting each other, but his energy is slowly pushing towards your father. And then I'm gonna use the other hand to go. Yeah, like mm-hmm. right down, right down at the bridge of the nose. I'm trying mm-hmm. to break his nose and have it shoot bone into his brain. That's okay. what I'm trying to do. I want to insta kill him. It'll hit mm-hmm. for 17. <laughs> <laughs> Just hits. 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage. Oh, baby. I'm not even going to bother with stunning him anymore. But he does have to make concentration check, right? That is true. Uh, 20 for his concentration. Okay. I'll hit him again. Yes. <laughs> that, that danced a little bit. That'll hit. Not 20? No, no it, it was... danced between a 17 and a 7. <laughs> and it landed on 17. Okay. Um, 18 points of damage. Nice. Concentration check. Mm-hmm. I want him to burn all the legendary resistances. That's what I want. 
drop my father. Drop it! Yeah, with the natural one, he's gonna go ahead and just let it fade as you watch as he's just about to get towards your father. You watch his face and you watch as the electricity that your father was channeling dissipates as he kind of gets pushed back and knocked prone about 10 feet. Spending a key point to do flurry of blows. Mm-hmm. How many key points do you have? You got nine. <laughs> Up to her level. That'll hit. Second one will hit. Plus 20. Another 20 points of damage. I only have one more key point, so I'll hold it. He's looking really hurt, though, at this point. Um, anything else on your turn? I, I'm just in front of him. Mm-hmm. Holding onto his neck. Mm-hmm. As it gets to his turn. <clears throat> he watches his eyes glow. <sighs> the Alexis see towards your father. <sighs> well, let's see if he can survive this. Disadvantage because he's prone. It's a fireball. At least if he dies, you'll die in here with him. It would have to pretty much go through her. He aims it at a point. Oh, at a point. Yeah, okay. And it explodes. The deck save for me. Dad, dodge! Oh, it just barely goes past her. I, I missed. Hold on. Deck save? Yep. 18. Uh, that'll pass. I take no damage. Yes. Is that 18? Yeah, you passed. Your father, unfortunately, does not. Even though I tried to warn him. The bard can heal. That's outside. It's yeah. in his mind, is the problem. Well, the but damage his physical body. Physical body outside. So, actually, at this point, seeing this happen, we roll the damage. We'll see what happens. He'll take 34 points of fire damage. It's not awful. It's not awful. But, Nixie, you watch from Alamandra's perspective. His body erupts into flame, and Zeldris gets taken by surprise at this as she's just about to remove another one. And you and, and you hear Kara just go, Oh, a little bit, a little bit panicky, are we? Let's go ahead and cool this off. And you watch as she strikes her larger her larger wire. You watch as these healing mists. How many has Zeldrius removed at this point? At this point, they're they're just about done. 
there's about about four or five left as they're trying to quicken their pace. And you see, and you notice as well, um, you see your father's visage flickering, trying to stay existent in this in this pocket. But you can see also as well, Volkazvodan, what? No, no, the connection is breaking. Ah! Uh, can I? Can I use telepathy to to tell them, like, to tell him inside his brain, just be like, just hold on, just a little bit longer. <laughs> you can you can definitely do that if you like. Yeah. I mean, it's just talking. That's not gonna break the line. Yeah. Um, as you do that, you hear Nixie's voice also echo out in this realm as well, mm-hmm. and you can see your father. Badly burned, but you watch slowly as the burn and the silver-like energy curls around his arms and his body as the burns go away. As he help, he he puts himself back up to his feet. I just need courage. I don't need this, and I sure as hell don't need you. You won't bring me happiness. My family already has. Fool. As he kind of like looks at you and such, and your father. He already went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing? Like as, as you watch, he's just like as you go and charge forward. Nat sixteen. That'll hit him. That'll hit. Fourteen damage. How do you want to do this? <laughs> yes. Whoa! Was he in the single digits? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, I just yeah. killed a demon by myself. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not him physically, but you think yes. <laughs> you killed his mentality. Yeah, you killed his shade. Still a big bad evil guy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. So he's, it's, it's not actually it's him. It's not actually him. It's a visage and shade of him that he was trying to use to take over your father's body, to give him, just be like, I need a puppet really quick to take control so I can go in him. Yeah. He's, kind of like what happened to your sister. Did yeah. Tara know that? No. Make an intelligence check. Yeah, she might be able to recognize that it's similar to what happened. Yeah. We'll see what the dice say. Intelligence check for me. 14, high enough. You think this might be similar to what happened to your sister. That well, it's not actually him. It's not it's actually him, but it's a projection trying to manipulate and take over that way. I want to throat punch this motherfucker. Mm. And, like, if I can... Like throat punches so hard where the knuckles rip through him and get up into the vocal cords. Mm-hmm. I want to grab those vocal cords and look him in the eye and. <laughs> Come find me when you're ready to be a real man. 
rip them out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. As you do so, as you rip them out, you watch as just all of the shade like blood just gushes out, and you watch as the visage. And it'll be six seconds before I can run over to my father again. (laughs) (laughs) You watch as he's like hobbling a little bit towards you. He can see me. He can see the light and he sees the outline of you. Mm -hmm. And you watch as it it is your turn. I'm going right up to him. As you watch, as you reach out your hand to get to him, as he reaches out to you, Zeldrius got it! And as you're both about to cl- grab a hold of hands, <sighs> I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. 20, dirty 20. Yeah, it's enough. You feel yourself, <laughs> all the, you guys Plus see, nine. you see Tara jettisoned off to one, to one of the trees as Kira just yells out for you, uh, as well as Inara seeing this as well. Um, you surprisingly, with one of the lower limbs, grab a hold of it, flip, and just three point hero landing. Yeah, I do. Nice. Off as well as you watch as the magic dissipates as the last of it in almost a large explosive wave. Everyone make a constitution saving throw. That he slows in the ring. So, me too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 19. That's good. Fail. Total? Yikes. Three plus three, so six. Add a d4. Yeah, add a d4. It's not going to (laughs) matter. One. Seven. (laughs) Still fail. Wait, wouldn't Alamandra, because she's taking over, wouldn't Alamandra have to make the roll? Oh, yeah. Technically, Alamandra's in front. Alamandra does save. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, Alamandra took over. <laughs> there has it's to be cool. a benefit of having a patron at some point, right? <laughs> that's true, and that's a good call. Twenty-three total for me. Cool. So you'll Ooh. save. You'll uh, you'll save. Nixie will save. Evan, Inara, and everyone else will fail because I just did one big group roll and they rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> four. Or plus a D four. But it's not it, it's not that bad. It's just you watch all of them just after the large explosion of what force. What about Zeldrius? Oh yeah. <laughs> they, even though they're at the epicenter, they hold their ground. Yeah. Um, I mean the eye of the storm is the, the calmest. Yeah, she's the one dealing with it. Yeah. You watch <laughs> you watch this Flannery Crest Vashera Solo. <laughs> Inara and Evan, you watch the portal closes as he loses his as he loses his concentration as the thing kind of closes on it. Everyone else except for you, you three, get knocked onto their ass out of just the explosion happens. Yes, you just kind of implant yourself on Alamandra, lets breaks the link, and throws up a barrier herself as the high amounts of energy that just blows through here. And you hear Kiara, you see Kiara kind of get off where she was sitting and go towards you quickly. I'm okay. Um, 
But yeah, everyone else is just kind of there as it kind of quiets down a bit. And you can see, like, some of the trees have lost bark and branches because of how heavy the force was. How are the flans? The little, are they just, like, the, the little, scattered? Yeah, the little flans are, like, up in, up in the branches. Like, some of them are upside down. <laughs> and others are, like, up against a tree, kind of splattered. You see them just back to their original form. So... Yeah, you, you hear a bunch of them go <laughs> as a bunch of them just fall onto the ground. It's rain and plans. It's rain and plans. It's the second time that's it. It's gonna, it's gonna be uh, the what's the bard's name? Kara, Kara. Uh, yeah. Kara, yeah. It's gonna be Kara's new song. <laughs> um, at this point, so yeah, as everything kind of begins to slowly calm down, as everyone kind of can take a, a quick breath, Flannery kind of <clears throat> kind of just back up from there. How many trees did Flannery knock down? <laughs> Uh, it wasn't Flannery that knocked down, but it was just, when the explosion itself, about like 10 to 15 trees around this area have just been fucking toppled over. Flannery, and you can see Gwendolyn also like hid behind Flannery as well when the explosion happened. And ugh, Holy shit. What's the house? <laughs> intact? <laughs> intact, yeah. You, there, there is a magical barrier always oh, okay. in front of it. Also, uh, it's probably made of stone, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the steel. That she, 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 yeah, she had, like she had activated a shell that coats the whole entire thing just in case. You know, she's always prepared. It's yeah. a bomb shelter. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Honestly. You watch as she just goes. Clementine, Cubs, you can deactivate now. Come on out here. <clears throat> He's on the ground, right? Yeah, he's on the ground, still unconscious. As your form's still glowing. I am going to run up and does is he stable? He's at zero hit. He's unconscious. Oh, okay. All of that took all of his HP. So he's he's quote unquote bleeding out. I'm gonna use spare the dying. Mm, so he's stabilized. And also one. Sorry. You have a regular healing potion. I have uh, cure wounds prepared. I can I use cure wounds. Healing. I'm gonna use my one greater healing potion. That's uh, what I was gonna do. <laughs> I have the healing potion. I have one greater healing. That's I also all have. Position. I have one greater and three lesser. You are still welcome to use cure wounds. Yeah. Yeah. I will come over and cast Cure Wounds on him. As yeah, I... you, you actually see Alamandra's you know, um, visage fade from Nixie. And you see as you're both kind of trading places once more, you see Alamandra kind of fall to her knees. I hope I did enough. Nixie will just... You, you definitely did. Go to them. I must rest. I got this. And you watch as Nixie comes back to her body once more. 
Burning a second level cure wounds. Fifteen. Four D four plus four. Yes. So one, two, four, six. Plus four. So yeah, fifteen. Okay. Seventeen points of healing. Good amount. So you watch as both click and damn it, I did it again. Mm-hmm. You watch as Arsene and Nikki rush up to your father. I don't have to work until eleven tomorrow. <laughs> Nixie goes up and <laughs> touches yeah, puts her hands upon her father and this rush of golden energy, kind of or green energy coats him. Do you do anything? I'm picking up Kiara. On my back. And you see Inara just <clears throat> as this also the same similar electrical energy and all the other energy that was traveling around is like coating her armor as like an after effect. <coughs> you see like a little bit of blood. <sighs> Damn it. <clears throat> as you watch a golden light. <sighs> and as I'm walking closer with Kiara, I'll just say to Kiara, Arsene told me that as a wielder of the orbs, you can will them to remain hidden. They can? Yeah. Give it a try. Getting stronger already. I mean, if I never knew about it, they kept a lot of secrets from me. Do you tell her that she can also take them out? No. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> One thing at a time. One thing at a time. Let's take care of dad. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm also using cure wounds on him. Okay. That's 1d8 that I rolled. It was an 8. Uh, 1d8 plus 1d8 slash uh, spell level? Per spell level, so... Okay, so... Um, yeah, I'll what, do what? it at first level. Oh, so just a d8. Yeah, yeah. so d8 plus You're spell casting, casting ability d8. mod. Yeah. Um, Which in this case, because it's paladin to be your charisma. Okay, which is... Plus four, so that's it's charisma plus proficiency, right? Yes. So okay. plus that. Plus yeah. 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 stable and up to mm. well functioning level. Should be. Should be. At this point, as all the healing is done, you watch as Evan just kind of gets up. Ow, 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 ow. And you're checking itself for this, too. You see, After I get forced, like, I'll need to have a conversation with Evan at some point. <laughs> you also see um, Madame Cress get up. Oh, ow, I'm going to be feeling that. Not tomorrow. Oh. As Michelle I- goes and helps her up, too. I was gonna go over and help her as well. Well, like, like you can also help her too as well. Like, Michelle is also slowly getting up herself. You can see the energy 
that she's taken a lot of is she's like kind of slowly crawling towards Madame Crest. So if you want to go over to Crest first, you'll be able to. Yeah. I would go like run over to her and like help her. <sighs> Thank you, child. I haven't had this much action in some time. Um, does she look like she's taking a point of exhaustion or is she okay? She's taking a point of exhaustion. They all, the, all of those who have kind of failed to have taken one. Um, I'm gonna, I can only do, I'm only gonna do it for her because I kind of have camaraderie with her. But I'm gonna mm -hmm. use my last second level, to, like while I'm helping her up, I'm not even gonna say anything. Um, cause, well, I, okay, I guess like I'm gonna use that action of like helping her up and just go, it's okay. I got you, and use that to cast less restoration on her. Mm -hmm. And you watch the exhaustion kind of leave, watch it leave her body. Oh, 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 thank you, lass. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. She kind of like looks to you and smiles. You're a lot more powerful than I ever thought. I've gotten better because of the help of my friends. And that is always what's important. Like I said before, magic does have good uses as long as the person of good heart wields it. Believe in yourself. You can save a lot of people. As you just saved another life today. Um, I really hope that that's true. I believe it. You see Vashara, so I'll kind of slowly get up Ugh. Zeldrias. Zeldrias, where are you? You see Zeldrias next to uh, her father. Um, Where's I... the last one? Inside Zeldrias' hand. Uh, I... Zeldrias. I absorb that orb in her hands to check in so that because it's right there all of you 100 36 36 okay and it's a red one red yeah okay. same color as Kylie's okay. uh, I don't yeah I'm not really is. paying much attention to it I'm just using it so that I can Communicate mm -hmm. with her, and I'm just mm -hmm. Zeldris. Uh, so for Zeldrius. the so start with this. Can I communicate with her? <laughs> um, you, as you do so, you see as the orb that you absorbed. Um, thankfully, albeit not cursed, <laughs> um, but you kind of it shocks you in your mind that this last one that Zeldrius did not realize because they were having to quickly rush to do so, mm -hmm. um, you see the last bit of it and you've, uh, you kind of see the memory of what was this uh, Omnistone before. You kind of make the connection is whoever touches it gets something different every time a new hand lays a hand on it. It changes. The magic shifts. 
A new hand touches the beacon. Yeah, a new hand touches the beacon. A new hand touches the bacon. Um, you gain uh, once per day you have the ability to cast fly. I think how many fly is a third level, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, you can cast fly on up to three willing creatures around you. That's a sixth level spell. They're all to 36. Jesus. I'm pretty sure that's sixth level. Might be fifth. Let's take a look. So, like, this orb, in a sense, has memory? In essence, you can... Because the one that Zeldrius is holding is not the same one you're holding now. And it is the same physically, but Mm -hmm. what it had on it Mm -hmm. uh, is different than what it does now. Can I tell what it did when Zeldrius grabbed it? Make an arcana check. The last thing that this orb was set to do was a thing called soul separation. Zeldrius is no longer inside of this golem's body. And it's gone. Wait, the soul has to go somewhere, though. But where's the body? Zeldrius sacrificed her life to save her father. It was either going to take your father's soul but Zeldrius, it looks like Zeldrius took its place. I feel guilty. This is where I really hate my roles too. Believe me. I really didn't like the role I had, but the dice determined it. After calling out a couple of times to Zeldrius, he just... You see what Shadarsal kind of approach Zeldrius? Yep. He... I'm just sitting there staring at the stone in my hand and Zeldrius and just... Zeldrius! Zeldrius, come on! You can reactivate now. Zeldrius. Wow. Where where is she? She's right here, isn't she? She kinda like looks to you and like grabs a hold of you. Where is she? Oh. <laughs> 
looking up to Fisher's all. You kind of just watch as the her crystal ball like falls, and she like goes and picks picks up Zeldrius, and just holds her close, and just lets out a painful wail that only a mother would know of losing a child a second time. You kind of see one of the ones. You see Crowley kind of, even Kara just kind of turns away for a moment. Evan just, you can see Crest kind of goes over to Vicharisol to put a hand on her and Vicharisol kind of like pushes her away. Let us rest for now. I will take care of the Sherasol. You have your things to do and I have mine. Gwendolyn, please help me. I ain't one for this kind of thing, Krusty. You should let Crowley do it. All right. Crowley, can't you do anything? I mean, it's been a long time. The last time we did something like this was back with uh, another individual. We barely saved his life. It was through the Phoenix King's divine intervention. Is Crowley the cleric? Yeah. Nixie will look at him holding up Madame Crest and be like, can't you pray to your god or something to help? This isn't fair. Vasharisol is just holding tightly. Kind of like motions, especially to Sarah. Uh, Bring them to me. I'm going to try. And you watch as Sarah's trying to kind of like motion for help to get Zeldrius away from Vasharisol as she's just holding on to her. Arsene is sobbing right along next to the Sherisel. Arsene is of no help. Uh, you see Madame Cresco. I'm sorry for Sherisel. And you know You don't uh, need the mech body. This child had a body. Ask your god to put her back. The body's gone. Bodies. Your god can make a new one. <laughs> Your voice, it sounds like it's you and Alamandra right now. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> the electronic make you, makes you sound like a heavy smoker right now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, you're fine. You see, um, you, you can actually see Gwendolyn look over to it's the house is the, um, barrier is brought up and um, Septimus, as you see him, they're standing there kind of leaning up against one of the support pillars for the porch. Kind of walks up and goes and helps up Evan. 
I've seen enough death around here that I can kind of take in the picture of him. I think we can help them, hopefully. That's going to take a lot if Crowley's thing works. You're and like, he's kind of like whispering to him, but with all enough of your perceptions, you can hear him. He's not that bright. <laughs> <laughs> he's really not. <laughs> Let's just hope this works. Septimus, <sighs> dear. Ugh. I pray it doesn't work. I'm not a praying man. God, I hate when the rolls have to fall to me. <laughs> then again, that's the, the price you pay of being a DM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your players say, hey, let's call in this whole other crew. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I mean, y'all had a very low chance of succeeding without their help. Hey, we knocked down 15 feet of trees instead of an entire city, so... That's very fair. Good thing is the trees will grow, will, will grow back. And I'm not trying, and I want to clarify, like, I'm not trying to metagame this. I just feel like with Nixie's experience on having been in a gypsy's family full of different types of religions and classes, that she would have been able to know that they can do this kind of a thing, that they can ask their deities for stuff. Yeah, you would know that. I'm going to take all the other dice out of this. I'm scared. Is there anything you wish to say to the dice? Please don't let help? me be a bitch. Uh, please please don't let me be the bitch that allowed a child to get sacrificed. Bro, it wasn't you. It was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. I didn't have to ask you guys to help you save didn't... my father. You asked me, and I asked Eldria. Watchers probably kind of get under one knee and grab a hold of the boys in the bowl. Wait, what did uh, Crest do to... Oh, she, she casted a whole person on her. Oh. <laughs> and you watch her just... Her cry... Like, you still see tears flowing, but she can't move. And Sarah quickly grabs Eldrius. Our son is trying to, like, he's not very well coherent of mm-hmm. what's going on. He's, what, what are you, what are you doing? I need to have some sort of connection to the soul. Anything that it inhabited for a chance. If I don't, you were asking for an even greater miracle than I could probably provide. I'm sorry. He's really high level. So it means a greater chance, right? Like when he yeah. asks for divine intervention. Yeah. We ended when it, when we were all level seventeen, and then and this is fifty years later. <laughs> so he's practically level twenty by now. I'm not looking because I can't. You watch the I'm so nervous. You watch the electronic voice is hilarious. Dude, I don't I don't know why. Like I don't know. <laughs> it's the emotion, it's okay. Crowley grabs a hold of his holy symbol. Great Phoenix King. 
You gave me this power when I decided to follow you as a champion of the Phoenix. I call to thee again. This young, brave soul gave a life, the greatest price anyone can pay to save another. I ask on behalf as your champion to grant the life as a phoenix once more. Zeldrius, please, as a devout follower, this young one does not deserve to leave so soon. Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> I need to look up a spell really quick on Crowley's behalf. Look at that. Look, Lift it up. Look at that shit. Look at oh that shit. God. Oh my god, did you do it? Zero, oh zero, my god, eight. that's 8%. Oh my god! 8% what? You have to roll oh, under your level for divine intervention to work. I had to roll 20 or lower. He can totally ask for Zeldris to be put back in her original body. You watch as Crowley, these, you watch as these large golden wings and this large phoenix standing in golden radiant armor almost blinding as this golden fire rises up in rings around the phoenix king looks down to Crowley to the rest of you to Vesherisal crying in a frozen state um um you see the phoenix king Look down to Crowley. Thy will be done. Life for life, my debt shall repay the kindness and justice in tow. He, with a large talon, scoops up dirt from nearby next to Crowley that's been consecrated by his sheer presence. You even watch as the trees begin to start growing back to their original forms as his presence is here. He grabs some dirt branches off the trees. As this almost white inferno-like fire coating the entire semblance as it lifts up into the air. And you watch as the light is so blinding you all have to cover your eyes. As the sound of a phoenix's cry radiates throughout the entire forest. All of you, dazed, you see floating down with golden feathers, flitting the human body once more. Zeldrius. Completely naked. Completely naked. At the same age she was when she transferred into your little body. How old was she? Eight. I'm setting down Kiara. Mm, Kiara's. Oh, our oh. son is running up to her. Mm-hmm. Her eyes are so close. I've got spare clothes. <laughs> well, yeah. I will literally chuck my spare clothes at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, Crest. It's the same spare clothes that I gave to the sheriff's all for temporary. Yeah. Um, the chant ended up giving back to me. Crest breaks the whole person's body. She had the sheriff's all. 
and you see Michelle Stall just, and you also actually also see Crowley as well. Pass out. He alive? He's alive. Not bleeding out, right? No, he's okay, just cool. he's just unconscious from having to channel that kind of divine power. You see her just. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm
And she kisses his gauntleted hand. As they all kind of head inside to Gwendolyn's workshop. As it is all of you now standing here outside in the pasture. Your dad's breathing. Kiara and Yunara are just over by him, just tears in their eyes. He's still unconscious. He's still unconscious. Probably very exhausted. After several more minutes of me standing in between, mm-hmm. I'll finally back my way up and go to my father, and I will touch Inara on the shoulder and say, let's get him to a bed. Agreed. Now take Yara. Unless you want to carry him. <laughs> you can't. It's okay. Kiara. I'll grab Kiara and bring them inside and as soon as it, they get all situated and set up <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna oh. do you want to switch? no I got <sighs> and I'll as soon as we get him in the bed Kiara's on a I set her like right next to him basically mm-hmm. um, and I'll tell them both and I tell them both I'll be back and I will immediately run back out to where you guys are mm-hmm. like not skipping a beat. You see Vasharisal still holding on to Zeldrius, now clothed. Uh, the clothes are extremely large, but they suffice. It's, I figure probably her shirt counts as a dress. Yeah. I wore clothes that were too big for me. Her <laughs> shirt counts it's a as dress. a dress. It's yeah, a dress. It's, a, it's, it's like a really oversized poncho. <laughs> it's like, it's huge. She, she looks, she almost looks like the kid from the Christmas story. I think it's, yeah. Except, but she can like move. Randy. Like, Randy, yeah. <laughs> she can put her arms down and all that kind of stuff, but it's just, it's huge. It's like six dress sizes too big. Put my arms down. You do get to school. <laughs> you watch as, as uh, Michelle just kind of cradles Zeldrius in her arms. Are, just, am I still sounding robot-y? No, you're what? good. Okay, I was like, am I still standing robot-y? Yep, bit, there it is. Yeah. It's okay, we still understand you, though. Okay. You sound like you have a sore throat. It could also just be my speakers on this laptop, because the, the laptop's really fucking old. It's real Maybe. funny, though. I should record it. <laughs> you know, you kind of sound like you're one of those people on those voice changer apps. Yeah, that's what I thought it was at first. Oh my god, she does. <laughs> I sound like who? No, all right, my, start my talking. dad's sister. Oh, uh, okay. Start, start talking. <laughs> I don't know what to say, though. You guys are putting me on the spot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, your life becomes super normal, which is super weird because it's not like it's my headset. I think it's just internet connection. I might, I might reboot the app thing. I'm gonna reboot. I'll be right back. If it's too long of a file, it won't send. It's thirty seconds. (laughs) There she is.
Is my camera not going to turn on now? I guess not. You're still robot-y. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> My dad's sister was a heavy smoker, and that's exactly who you sound like. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Shut up, Allison. I just can't. It's funny. So, as you rush back out and see Vashara, Saul, and, and your crew all together around kind of Zaldrius, it's going to share Yeah, support. where is Nixie? I'm outside still. Where? Uh, well... So, Crest had me outside with her until I cast Lester Restoration on her. I cannot say that word, apparently. And then didn't need my help anymore. So, I am... I just kind of like... I'm speechless standing outside, essentially. Alright. At this point... You watch slowly as Zeldrius. Uh, eyes slowly open. You can see her eyes are a deep, like, forest emerald green. And her eyes slowly open to the light that's around. What? You can see now, like, like her hair is fairly long, just like her mother's. And what color? Uh, a very, like, almost like fiery red oh. color. Just so that I'm, because I don't think I was clear, when I bomb rush outside, I get to the bottom of the porch, I stop dead in my tracks. I feel like I'm, there's like almost like a barrier between me and them. <laughs> and I, I just stop and. I, I just stand there and I stare and I feel like I can't go closer. You want to just share us all? You're back. Back to where you used to be. Do I, like, in seeing Zeldrius's human form, does she look familiar to me at all from seeing her around? Vesharasal always had her daughter follow her around to learn the ways, much like she did to be an oracle. Okay. But she took more after her father, who was more of an engineer, uh, like tinkering more than divining, which Vesharasal will never admit it outwardly, but her father had mentioned at least once or twice that she'd be glad to not have her do divining so she wouldn't have to have the cost of losing her eyes, her mother's eyes. Mom, where am I? You're back. You're back. I'm coughing to keep tears in. You can cry, you're allowed. It's a well, safe place. I mean, yeah, crying is fine. <laughs> like, but it's difficult to storytell when you're crying. Well, no, I just, I just lose the effect if I don't have it happening. Yeah. 
I can do crocodile tears. It's a really hard trick to do, but I can do it. You can. Allison punched me one time. She goes, don't you ever fucking teach that to our children. I go, okay. <laughs> All right. Gotcha. Logged. Logged. She goes, no, see, I'm not kidding. I go, I know you're not kidding by the way you're looking at me. I can tell when you're not kidding. <laughs> Got it. She goes, do you want to know what I would do? No. I don't need to. I know what you would do. I want to know. Are you back? Hello? Yeah. I'm here. That camera doesn't want to work, I see. No, my I story don't. <laughs> my storytelling's so good, I made the camera cry and it turned off. It <laughs> broke my camera. <laughs> Storyteller and camera breaker, I know. Anyway. Camera breaker. Breaker. Oh, I Shut up, I'm tired too. Yeah. Um, anyway. They say being outside is just like in this utter state of shock and guilt that she like snapped at that man that she <gasps> A doesn't know and and B that like what she called him out on actually worked and it's and you just see this like it's kind of like her lack of faith has never been questioned before but seeing an apparition of a deity pretty much before her she kind of is like for lack of uh, like this is going to be a really woke term but she's literally shook like she's shaken to the core yeah and she's never seen anything like that before she just always thought it was smoke and mirrors yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, if you were before, girl, you get now. Well, and to see this little girl come back into her original body before her, which is something Nixie had been wanting to do, and I think we had talked, our son and I had talked about it, but Nixie is just sitting here like absolutely flabbergasted. You watch as um, as LJS's eyes kind of flutter open more and they see Arsene into Nixie and also looking back and seeing Tara there. Are you considering taking class in Barbarian? That makes the most sense. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. There needs to be a barbarian feature for rage. I was considering. I was considering that. Yeah. Or uh, two levels of fighter for um, a what's it called? Action, Action surge. Mm. Yeah. But I feel like after this experience, barbarian makes the most sense. As you all kind of standing there in shock from the amount of divine presence that has just retaken this place you also see as well all of the trees that had fallen down and turned to ash and had fed new life and growth in this area and new, and new life in the soul you see Zeldrius say 
why is everyone looking at me like like that? Can anyone even hear me? Hands. She kind of like touches her face, and she, you know, you watch as tears just kind of begin to start going down her face, in like. Like, like a newborn child crying once more. Um, regaining their humanity and their human presence. I feel like himself, or the Vishera and I are just kind of kneeling and having her propped up so that we're not having to hold any child. Yeah. It makes sense. She kind of looks towards you. Thank you. I think I just lost audio. Oh, oh sorry, I'm speaking too quietly. Oh, I was like, I can't hear anything, but I see their lips moving. <laughs> Essentially, Vasherisal said thank you to Arsene. Arsene's like, I didn't do anything. Vasherisal responds, you made me believe again. If I didn't believe, I may have never gotten my daughter back. All of you, as she kind of looks to each, all of you, Vasherisal like, puts a stare to each of your directions. You all gave me back my daughter. Something I thought I'd lost. Thank you. Thank you. Slowly pulls his hand off of Isaldus's head and sits back a little bit. Just looks at the two of them. Yeah, Michelle's always still down his face. Yeah, Vasherisol is just holding on to Zeldris, kind of cradling back and forth as they're crying in each other's arms. You should thank Crowley when he wakes up. He is the one who did this, not us. She continues just to rock her child back and forth. So, what do you wish to do now? Sleep again. (laughs) (laughs) Arson was just kind of sitting there just kind of in shock mostly that it, this has happened a fourth time 
and he's not really moving much every once in a while. Um, uh, pulling his fingers through Zeldrius's hair, uh, just proving to himself that she is really there. And she is. The very soft and waviness of her hair kind of travels through your fingers, real as real could be. Tis no illusion, tis no trick of the mind. A living, breathing body with a soul back inside its original form. Does she have any scars or anything from... The Phoenix King gave her a whole new body. Which deity was it again? The Phoenix King. He, he is one I also created um, for the gentleman who played Crowley. He goes, I don't really like any of the deities. Can you make one? I go, yeah, you'll encounter him. That's how it will work. And so I introduced the Phoenix King, a deity that has long been forgotten since ancient times. And Crowley is the champion and pretty much the only follower of the Phoenix King. Devilmore. No, uh, Velkoswodon. Oh, Velkoswodon. V A L versus. Oh, V E L. Yeah, Vel. With an excellent joke of the L. K A Z B L D A. K A Z. V O D A N. You hear the sounds of pistons behind you, Tara. You can go stand there with your dog ape, or you're gonna go join them. I don't think I'm allowed. <laughs> they wouldn't want me to. Why not? It's my fault. The child's alive, aren't they? They're back in their own body again. By the looks of it, she may have not had that chance. Put in danger because of me. Not because of you. That motherfucker, whatever it was, did it. I could sense Flannery was telling me mentally the last one, no matter what one they took out, was going to kill someone. Is Flannery okay? Flannery's fine. She's sleeping. Is she back in the Elder Plan form? Mm-hmm. She'll be fine. She'll sleep for a good day or two, and she'll be good. Right as rain. Besides, whatever fucking entity that was made sure that whatever orb was taken out last would kill the last person who touched it. So, by any graces, <laughs> that little child over there saved your father's life by sacrificing hers. She did it because she wanted to. Not because you asked. 
You did not cause this. You did not. Whatever you did helped your father stay alive. And that is your choice. And that is what you did. You have your father back. You gave him a chance to live again. Much like you gave that girl a chance to have her own body back again. Crowley's a wonderful fuck. <laughs> but I do recommend, try not to put so much on yourself. You can't carry the world alone, so why bother trying? Believe me, I tried too. It don't work out the same. You lose a lot of yourself over time. You keep trying to carry all the burden on yourself. I have my companions. They're the ones who help me see the light in different ways that I could never see before. Much like you, I adventured a lot. Fought my own demons too. Because of them damn demons, I lost my ability to walk. And as well as much of the revolution did to me too. Whatever pains you've suffered, there are others out there who suffer a lot worse and need help. Are you gonna stand by and watch these people suffer? Are you gonna help them? Probably a smart one. We don't want this guy coming back. And I know that what we fought was just, or what you fought was just a, sh a shadow of himself. But maybe we should do some research. Do. They even know. No, you don't know I mean, anything. Did you tell us? Oh, sorry. Okay. We saw, we saw a light and dark battling above. That so was that's, what, that's what my father saw. Oh, that's what her. Oh, yeah. sorry. Okay. Yeah. We haven't had a chance to redacted. talk about what happened. <laughs> but you see, you see Gwendolyn as she kind of like goes, hey, "Look at me." I can tell that when I I have seen pain, a lot of it. But that don't mean it's not as worth much as anyone else's. I ain't belittling your pain. Telling me you can use that pain to be stronger, to be smarter, to be wiser. Don't lock yourself away just because you may feel regret. You know what that does? It would make her sacrifice me nothing if you did. I know I'm a hot ass, but the thing is, you gotta be tough. You gotta be strong. I mean, look at that. She kind of like looks over to Bashar Assal and Zeldrius, you know, embracing. It's because of you and your friends on your adventures, and because of old Krusty over there. The fact that y'all even met, this became a possibility. Back in my days, this 
was a rare occasion. Even then, the Phoenix King didn't resurrect someone I would want back. But the Phoenix King looks out for those who do good deeds. And that little one gave her life. She paid a big price and got a big return. Don't mean you should feel bad about it. She made that choice on her own at so young. I'd be damn impressed if anyone else would do that to someone else they don't even know. You don't find that nowadays. But I see you still. Do me one thing. Try not to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. Because let me be a mirror for you. This is what it'll do to you. If you do it for too long. Don't be wallowing alone. Share the stuff from your friends that she kind of turns away. That's the bone that'll make you stronger. As you watch, it's coming to him. Goes and lifts up Gwendolyn onto her back. And she kind of like fits and snuggles inside. Magnolia, Dahlia. Rosemary. <laughs> Huey, do it, Louie. <laughs> Rosemary. <laughs> Dahlia, Magnolia. Come on. Time for some upgrades. Get a little cup. You know, rustle around your feet and follow in. And you kind of see Sarah walk past. Um, one. She kind of just looks towards you and smiles. She goes into another side door and you can hear a teapot whistling. And she comes back and looks like some hot, uh, wet towels. She kind of like pushes it quickly. And she goes around the hallway. Is Nixie right by me? Yeah, I'm pretty close. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like staying back to give you guys space, but at the same time, like, I'm close enough to hear everything. And like, I'm just still in shock to see Seldrius alive, especially since I've had conversations with Seldrius. I'll talk toward you, not necessarily looking right at you, but I'll just say, I need a moment to think. I'll be back. And I'm going to go into the woods. Okay. Um, Nixie, after composing herself, We'll probably just go in the house. Okay, you see, um, you see Sarah uh, walking down the hallway a little bit ahead of you with a tray of tea and hot towels. Is that for Crowley? <laughs> what? Is that for Crowley? She kind of stops. Oh yes, 
I have his favorite tea and some hot towels to put on his head. He's a bit cold. Is he awake? Not yet, but I'm taking care of him. Will you let me know when he is? I owe the man an apology. I mean, if you would like to come help me, he might wake up in a little while. She kind of like holds the tray out to you to hold if you wanted to. Yeah, I'll take it from her. Follow me. As Sarah kind of continues walking down the hallway, opens the door, you can see Crowley now out of now out of his golden armor as well. You see he's breathing fairly heavily on his bed. His long white beard and hair kind of balding on top. Um, he he's, looks like he's peaceful sleeping. Um, you see, he's also like shirtless. He's got a little bit of a beer belly. Mm-hmm. But um, essentially, you see Sarah kind of go over and sit down in a chair next to him, and um, kind of like takes the hot one of the hot towels from you and puts it upon his forehead. And as she kind of like has you set down the tea stuff, she pours three glasses and offers you one. Would you care for some tea as well? Sure. And you watch she pours a third glass for Crowley and sets it by his bedside table. And she takes hers on her saucer and just kind of sits there, kind of hums a little bit of the tune. You can also see Kara's in here too, kind of playing her lyre. Like a song of rest, essentially, for Crowley. Yeah. <laughs> Crowley, um, you old fool. You impress me even more these days. You see Sarah just kind of chuckle. Kara, that's not nice. What? He does. I mean, heck, if he can ride my Hydra. He's very impressive, that's for sure. He's married, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't need to marry him. I have enough people to follow before my feet. She kind of just gives her a little look of, yeah, right, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nixie's trying to, like, not laugh because she doesn't really feel like it's the appropriate time to, even though these two are clearly shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. Um... what he did today is more than anyone could ask for. Sarah kind of puts her tea down. (laughs) Yeah. But he would do it without a second thought again. He's a wonderful man with a heart of gold. He used to be a lord once, back when, back when times were different and we weren't all divided into different kingdoms. This whole cottage and everything else that Gwendolyn's built is practically the remains of what used to be the town she used to live in. She preserved what she could when the forest overtook everything. 
And this is the last piece of the village that used to be here. Crowley had a manor built here and we lived all pretty much close together. And he did so much for us, all of us. He, he saved my life. He helped Gwendolyn. We saved the queen when the old monarchy was around, thanks to the Phoenix King. I don't know why his deity had been long forgotten to history, but I know for sure that Crowley himself is a great man and has done so many wonderful things for so many people. She kind of like puts a hand upon his face and kisses his forehead. That's why I fell in love with him. He would give so much and never ask in return. I do love in this day and age. It just seems so rare with everything going on. And so hard to keep. I'm happy for you guys. And I don't know where me and Tara and our son are going to go from here. But I'm hoping that I can talk them into staying for a few days and seeing what he has to teach me. You mean Crowley? Yeah. Everything just cut out for me. Oh, it just got out? Oh, just like, yeah. oh, teach you in what way? Teach you in what way? Anything. If you're not growing and learning, then you're not helping anyone. And I'm still relatively new to controlling my magic. And it's still crazy. Um, but I'm trying to be better. But isn't that also growth? You're doing better, right? Yeah, but I have my friends to save. She kind of like gets off her chair and kind of kneels down a little bit in front of you. Believe me, as a wife of an adventurer, an old one at that, I used to worry every day that I may never see this man again. But I always had faith that he would come back. I understand what it must feel like having to worry about your friends. And I'm sure Crowley knows more than anyone that he's the one who keeps them all in the balance between life and death. It's such a heavy weight to bear alone. I mean, I'm not bearing it alone, but I am worried. 
and that is fine. But don't let the worry cause you to turn to fear. Because fear will make you do so many terrible and crazy things. I know. It was because my fear that I got possessed by one of the old demons that attacked Apsaria before. And it was through Crowley that he saved me out of my own foolishness. I fell right into the trap that I was trying to avoid. If any lesson can be if any lesson can be learned, don't fear it. I wouldn't say embrace it either, but accept that that is always a possibility. But always keep the happy things and happy times always with you. Kara kind of also pipes up at this point and says, <laughs> death is always inevitable for all of us. But that sure as hell don't stop me. Sure as hell didn't stop this old one. And you see Sarah just kind of give her a look. Oh, shut up. <laughs> what? I'm just speaking the truth. Nixie will kind of look at them both. What about if you've been told your friends are going to die? Kara just kind of goes, <laughs> been there, done that. That's not the 18th time I've been told that. Sarah just kind of looks at Kara and back to you. People will make threats. The threats mean nothing without action. As long as you prepare, and like you said, grow, you can do a lot if you set your mind to it. I'm sure Crowley will start stirring within a few hours. If you want to wait, have some tea and enjoy company time, that works with us. Or if you wish to be with your companions and spend time with them, that also is fine. I'll let you know when he stirs awake. Okay. Can I take this with me? And I kind of gesture to the teacup. Oh, by all means. You watch, she kind of flicks her hand. Uh, as the tea was getting low, it refills. Um, uh, having probably drank, like, a bit of mine, I'll use Mage Hand to, like, refill my cup. <laughs> you refill it, and there'll be plenty more. And as you kind of get up to leave, um, Sarah just kind of goes, I'm sure Crowley would love to teach you what he knows. He's always been that kind of man. I will definitely apologize and bug him when he gets up. I'm sure you don't even need to apologize. I do. But... I appreciate the courtesy, I guess. <laughs> we'll see you in a few. Thank you. And Kara. I'll meet up back with my friends. Mm -hmm. Sorry. No, you're good. 
Kara and Sarah kind of smile at each other and smile back to you. Tara. I have to do this now that the emotions are high. Can't wait till next week. Yeah. Yeah. I go into the woods. Mm-hmm. I go deep enough. Not. Careful not to lose your whisper. Go deep enough in so mm-hmm. that I know for sure that nobody is able to kill me. Mm-hmm. Right around to where the spot where we first. Mm-hmm. And I go, Devin Moore, come to parlay. Okay. One quick sec. I did not expect that. Guess what? You've got oh. two idiots. You've got two idiots right now. One might be the bigger idiot. No, I'm going right after you. Just wait. You haven't heard what I'm going to say yet. Oh, shit. <laughs> well... And if he kills me on the spot, then we know. But I have a feeling he's not going to want to. Yeah, um, uh, son has a few things as well. Um, let me go ahead and find it. I just had it, and then I lost it like an idiot. Um, if we level up, I'm taking a level one barbarian. If you'll allow me to use dex instead of strength. Because Barbarian specifically says strength. Specifically says strength. So, just saying. Yeah, just something. Damn it, quit moving, you get. Sorry we're keeping you up with this. No, you're good. I'm glad you're able to get some heart-to-heart time in. Oh, yeah. Me too, because, like... Literally, the biggest hindrance is that eight hours of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and it literally just kills me because I'm like, I'm missing all the things. Go to bed and do watches like normal people. <laughs> and it's what? 10 o'clock in the morning? Essentially. It's midday. It's midday. Yeah. So you. It's not even noon yet, and we saved two lives today. So, as you kind of call out to Devamore, out from the shadowed boughs, I believe I heard my name, much like the saying goes. Say his name and the devil will appear. You see him around one of the trees, his duster blowing in the wind, the kind of smiling mask covering his face. How can that be a service? Confidentiality. You watch as all the cards begin to start flying around him. Trick room. <laughs> but I didn't want anyone to hear what I had to say to you. Hopefully it's something good. Depending on the perspective, I suppose. I suppose. I'm talking, you're listening. The Khazvadan that inhabited my father threw a fireball spell at him and he caught on fire. I believe our agreement was that you had to keep my family safe and we would have a conversation. You failed to do so. And if he starts to open his mouth, I hold a finger. 
No, he's just. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah. that'll happen every time. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you caught me in a good mood. I am going to personally, and likely with the help of my companions, kill your siblings. But. My price just went up to keep you alive. You've not been good on your words so far. Actions speak louder to me than words do. You do your part in assisting us in killing your siblings. Maybe, just maybe, we let you live. Ish. I'll at least give you the pleasure of seeing every single person until you're the last one standing. If you are good, your actions, not your words, receive what that means to you. days. My family and I are likely going to part ways, and it will be just my companions and I left. Return to us, and we will have another conversation with everybody involved. Myself, Arsene, Nixie. But what I do is not me alone, but my power is with my friends. My power is because of my friends and my family. Do not. See you in five days. You sure talk a big guy. But as far as I recall, you weren't too specific on what you meant by protection. What I told you verbatim that was that no. no harm would come to my sister via Rost or my father via Belkazvadan. Belkazvadan set him on fire. That is considered harm. You have failed. And you did kind of overhear psychological harm to Nixie. Because you were awake for part of them. You have not mentioned how many siblings you have, but another apparently has gotten to Nixie and have tried to do psychological harm to her. You're talking about Morgana. Morgana. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that information that I could tell you? How many? of you are there. Well, let's see. As he throws up some of the cards onto the trick room wall, you see one of a female with purple-like wings and a snake kind of curling around her. Let's start with the first. 
that was released. Morgana was the first. It was broken out. Ah, was the second. I wasn't too far from where she was released, thankfully. And she broke me out of my prison. The third and fourth is kind of a bit hazy, but third one became Rast. The ones you've already met. Fourth one would have been Valkazvodan. But it looks like you messed up his little plan. So did that little missile that's also with him. And he kind of like leans in a little bit, the smiling mask on his face. You ain't gonna like this part neither. And as he throws up a few more cards, you see one, uh, another feminine figure with uh, strange looking appendages around like two th- like what looks like almost these two spherical things floating on above either shoulder and something covering her face with these strange energies emanating out of the things floating above her shoulders. That one's my other sister, Kaisa Lash, the Void Hunter. I'm writing it down. So for so K A I, there's a there is a accent over the I, S A accent over the A, L A S H. So it's Kai Salash. The Void Hunter. <laughs> she loves stalking her prey. As far as I heard, Morgana is trying to definitely make Rost go and get her. But Rost's being a bit stubborn, as he always is. Next one's not as bad, but I'm surprised we're even siblings. He watches the next card flies up. A hideous creature. No eyes, but two large mandibles. Large claws raking down the card. Rexa. R-E-K. And then S-A-I. With a posture, with an accent over the eye. <laughs> the Tunneler of Peaks. You ever wonder where the Underdark came from? She dug the tunnels. The whole system. And boy, did her voidlings love feasting. Kind of voracious appetite. <laughs> An even larger card. And the one who led us all. Shogoth. C H O, apostrophe. And G A T H. Shogothoros. There we go. Shogothoros. R-O-S. Chagothros. Chagothros. O-R-O-S? Yes. 
The hungering void. The consumer of worlds, pains, sealed away for the gods and the champions. <laughs> Seven. As far as my siblings are telling me, I didn't get to know very many of them. I've been the last, and that was when the war was happening. But it could be more. Did he add himself to that list? Yes. Yeah. He was the second one released, is what he said. The second released was myself. The what? Oh, yeah. He watches the cards back into his deck. As far as I can tell, there could be more. But uncertain at this point as the cards aren't telling me very much. They're like hiding their actions. They're all petty schemers the like. Like you, actions speak louder than words. I know that more than anybody. But believe you me, I can't interfere as much as you would like. But I can try. You're just lucky that well, Kazvadon's little minion, as he kind of like moves his head over, and you see a, a creature appear from, you see an invisible like thing operate as you see a card warrior has killed an entity. These weird tentacle-like things, almost looking like a mind flare, adjacent to it, but... This little thing was going to go ahead and get into your father's brain. But because we're down, keeping you busy. As the car, as he just goes, as he tosses it to the ground outside the trick room. So you're welcome for having not a dead father. That would have just sealed all Cosvidon's ability to be in him, and you never know it. Boy, Wolf of Cosmodon definitely have a bit of a fit when he finds out. Good thing he won't, now will he? Like I said, my price went up. <laughs> I recommend you be careful if you're going to ante up for this game. This is not a game. This is survival. Oh, sure. You call it survival, I call it a game. Either way. I was not done speaking. Mark me. As far as I'm concerned, unless you're willing to get your hands a little dirty in the fray, you are no better than they are. You want them dead so badly, then you are going to do everything in your power to ensure that we have nothing but success in this endeavor and are going to sweeten the pot by making sure that we don't want to kill you. Bad at gaming pigeon, ask who's the weakest. I'm <laughs> assuming him because he's the youngest. So I'm not going to ask that. <laughs> Thank you.
Like I said, you caught me in a good mood. I'm going to kill them. Whether it's just by myself or with my compatriots. Velkazvadash will die. Velkazvadon. Velkazvadon. That's what I said. Yes. <laughs> will die. Well, it's funny if you say Ross will die. Morgana will die. And the others as well. We'll all die. And as long as you continue to keep my family safe, everyone who I consider family, maybe, just maybe, that'll stave my wrath from you. A blank card. As a quill. Like I said, in five days we will have a conversation with everyone in the party. This is for my information. You want them protected? You better write down exactly what you want. Exactly what you want. Who I'm protecting, what I'm protecting them from, aside from just my siblings. He kind of like gets off from his tree that he was leaning against. Be very specific. <laughs> and just as a forewarning, you're in my trick room. Even if you wanted to go ahead and attack me, you wouldn't be able to land a hit. You're playing by my rules. I'm not going to attack you right now. If you not heard a single thing I said... No, I heard, Missy. I heard. You obviously weren't listening, though. Write yes. down the names. Of the people that he needs to protect. You can see into my mind. I got different powers than my siblings. You understand that names have power. Sure. Anyone, there's anyone who knows that. That's why by you writing them down, I'll find them. Much like my boys did. Following you lot. I'll follow behind you. Get the faces, get everything I need. Or even better, He watches, he throws up a bunch of cards onto the wall that are blank. Slip them one of these. The people you consider family. Slip it onto that person, make sure they never lose it. They'll always know where they're at. And if anyone ever gives a threat to them, will ever get too close. And I will handle it personally. With the smiling mask still on his face and his eyes kind of gazing through it. <laughs> you said actions speak louder than words. Let's see you uphold your end as well. You took out his shadow for sure. Especially by yourself, which is impressive. You're just lucky it wasn't the real thing. 
I hope he pissed himself. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear about it. Anything else I can do you for? The tricky thing here is those that I consider family have others that they consider family and by proxy they are family to me. <laughs> and we are not family. going and we are not going to be seeing them in person for quite some time. So counter offer to the cards. I convey I convey information that you and I discuss with Arsene and Nixie. And in a week we can we can reconvene with you and bring our list collective list of people to protect. But I do have to have a conversation with both of them. But I'm sure your minions, if they can kill mind flares, they can stop any prying eyes that your siblings might have as well from their minions. Hence the protection. How she got through, I don't know. Some of them must have called out to her. Otherwise, I would have been able to stop it. Something's wrong with her instead. You might want to go ahead and talk to the others. Make sure that head's in the right place. Because if it ain't, it doesn't matter how much protection I give. Morgana's going to use it against you. <laughs> and boy, is she merciless. Whatever she did to her, you better hope it ain't permanent. Because I can't do anything if she opens up the door and lets her in. Willingly. We'll see you soon. By all means. And you watch as a flare of cards wraps around him. Be careful on the way you block up so many orders. The game can always change. I throw up again. Oh yeah, as well as when he disappeared, the card guard took the or the card. Minion took the body with it and it I disappeared with him. I hate to do this to you guys, but I am getting really tired. We'll fill you in. We'll fill you in. Okay. That's basically all I wanted to do. I mean, you could stay <laughs> okay. away for a few more minutes. We'll get through our sends and then we're going to call it. I feel like our send is going to take a little bit. Yeah. We'll, just okay. fill, we'll, we'll yeah, fill you in. Fill you in. Okay, sounds good, you guys. Thank you. I just, 
I don't have to be at work until 11, but I'm sitting here falling asleep in my chair. So yeah. I love you guys. Love you too. I, I'm waving at you even though you can't see me. <laughs> love you. Yeah. Bye. Bye.